This is a very good thing to have on the show. <laughs> now, you were t- we were talking exclusively about potato chips. I think the story goes... How potato chips were invented. Origin story of potato chips. <laughs> that's the name of our episode. Should I Google that's what, this? That's where that's what we're <laughs> getting. Fact check, Chuck. I'm pretty, I saw it on a documentary one time. Oh, okay. I don't know if it holds up. Um, so I'm going to put a disclaimer on it that I don't know if this is actually true. But the legend goes is that there was some asshole who came into a... A restaurant, and he kept on sending his potatoes back because they weren't cut up fine enough. So the guy got something Julian fries, or because no, he just he he was being you know an asshole customer. So the chef, being as chefs are, you know, extremely surly because they have to deal with people, cut them so paper thin and fried them up in oil. And sent them out to him, and the guy loved it. It was, it was delicious. <laughs> uh, so the guy then took the idea and became a potato chip magnate. Like he started selling them, you know. It is fact, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I got a song for that. It's called Customer. George Crumb is the guy's name. I, I yeah, remember. I remember that being his name. Yeah. He was. Uh, Native American slash African American chef. Yes, I want it's the replacements. It's fucking awesome. They got a song for everything, baby. It's uh, the, some of the best grass cutting music. Yeah. <laughs> he made this. He made this. Uh, I made a replacement play, playlist. playlist. I Sent saw it to when me you put while the thing I was cutting grass. To get people to listen to it. And uh, when you condense things down, I, I, although I didn't put it, it in me. in like an order. I yeah. just put it in chronological order. If I was going to put it in a different order, I'd have put things way different. Mm-hmm. But I put it in the chronological order of the order in which things were released. So <laughs> suck my dick. So that's how potato chips were invented. Yeah. An, yeah. Angry, an angry chef. I wonder if they had sleeve tattoos back then. Because every chef now has sleeve tattoos. If you were a sailor, if you were a sailor, probably. But you know, now every they all have sleeve tattoos, and they probably failed rock musicians. And I guess I should cook. Oh, they were already cooks. I'm going to get a rock tattoo of a knife yeah. and a fork on me. <laughs> yeah, a spatula is going. Nobody to go goes into the me. restaurant business saying I'm really going to change the game in line cooking. <laughs> I wanted to yeah. go to culinary school. For no, a while. I'm not talking about culinary school. I'm talking about being a line cook. Oh, well, nobody goes into that thinking it's a career. It's too nobody. stressful for me. Literally nobody. What if you get in there and you like it and you do decide? I did like become it. Become a chef at times, but a line cook is not a chef. I, you know what I mean. But like the was it a chef that invented the potato chips or just an angry yes. line cook? It was a chef <laughs> because okay. the the line cook system had not been created yet. Oh, yeah, it's it in was, the forties or eighteen eighteen hundreds. Yeah. So I'm going to Google search uh, this Chrome guy. See what he looks like. Chrome. Um, see if there's any pictures from 1853. Yeah. I think they had the they had the type of pictures where they would do the flash and there would be a little dinosaur inside chiseling out the <laughs> <laughs> like on, <laughs> on the Flintstones. Barney Rubble would always take a picture of his thumb. Yeah, because he's a dipshit. Yeah, Barney was such a dipshit. What an asshole. Hey, here's the uh, here is the man. He kind of looks like Chris Rock. You want potato chips? <laughs> potato chips. He does. Potato chips. He just keeps repeating it over and over and over. And over. I'm going to repeat Chris the premise. Excuse me while I repeat the premise. He was on an episode, an early episode him. of King yeah, of the Hill, and he just, uh, his voice just grates. It's like, uh, he's, uh, he's, it's not like he's not said 
things that I didn't find funny. Oh, he's he has, extremely he said funny. Lots of shit I found funny. It's just his delivery just irritates the shit. I out. love his delivery. You ever heard it's him just talk? Chris and he's Rocky. a worse actor than he is. Oh, I think. I've, have you seen? You haven't seen it probably, or you wouldn't be saying the thing. This. The things I've seen him in, he did not do a good job. Pootie Tang. Uh, oh, Pootie Tang is the shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was. Uh, he was in the new season of uh, the the one based. Fargo? Yeah. Okay. Great. Now, okay, I've heard that's good, and I'd like to see that. Because I mean but I'm talking about things like The Longest Yard. He was awful in that because that was an awful movie. Well, I like the, the movie. Longest Yard. Yeah, I love the movie. Comedy. But it's awful. Yeah. So, Joey Diaz got a nice check for that one. Joey Diaz still gets nice checks for that yeah. one. That's why he can do whatever he wants. I fucking love that guy. I mean, there were so many bad actors in that movie. <laughs> Like, Terry Crews. Yeah. Terry Crews is not a bad actor. He's good. He's now. a good actor. He's good at what he does. I mean, he was himself. good in that because he knew what it called for. He's just going to be a big, obnoxious black guy. Is there a scene where he bounces his teeth? <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. I've never watched the new version. <laughs> he was he was cheeseburger ready. <laughs> he had one of the best lines. I mean, the, was, I loved him in that movie. He's like, I've got the shakes that'll make you quake. I got the fries that'll dot your eye. I got the burgers that'll... I just got the burgers. <laughs> uh, him as president. Is and then he grabbed things. the burger from Nelly. Give me that. You're acting like, you're acting like a real big asshole. <laughs> Nelly's in that movie. Yeah. Does he have the band aid? I guess Nelly yes, was really hot at that time. Nelly. So hot right now. <laughs> Nelly. <laughs> Nelly belly. Boomba. Made it to the first five minutes without talking about disc golf. <laughs> My bad. It's a I'm sore. I'm not. I'm ready to go play another 36. Is this an endless loop? It just seems longer this time. Okay. Mm-hmm. There it is. Schwemo, tis I, the Prince of Podcasting, about Polar Rock and Roll, episode 324 of the world's greatest podcast, Billfort Radio. I'm here with Aaron and Chuck. Elaine has passed away. Dead again. She she was um, brutally murdered by the Dormelage. Apparently, she has some ties to Baron Zemo. And the dorm, she's on the raft. That's all we're saying. Well, she's not murdered, then she's imprisoned. Well, her body's on the raft. They're going to Frankensteiner. They're going to give her Frankensteiner off the top <laughs> rope. <laughs> I was getting ready to say. Frankensteiner off the top You mean what rope. China did to animal from the Road Warriors? <laughs> Breaking all laws of physics. There was a guy standing there that looked like fucking Einstein. He had through paper up in the air because it just broke all his theories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some other people uh, might call it a hurricane Rana, but we call it the Fra- this is a Frankensteiner household. <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I fucking loved them when I was a kid. I was a Road Warriors. I was in the Road Warriors game. Yeah. I like both. I like I mean, when I like they teamed both, up yeah. for the fucking uh, the uh, what was that called? I didn't know they teamed up. I thought they had like a lot of heat. I believe they teamed up whenever there was a um, World War Three. Not what is it. What is the one where they had the double cage? 
Was it double Punk cage? House Stampede? No, there's like two. Or is it triple cage? There's two rings and there's a cage surrounding both of them. Yeah, and war games. That's war games. War games. War games. Yes, okay. I, I believe they were they teamed up on a war games. Didn't they God. recently do a war games? Yeah, the NXT started. If Doom war had teamed up with awesome. them, they literally could have taken over the planet. They, they really could. <laughs> Ron Simmons and the Natural Butch Reeds. <laughs> Who are these best men? <laughs> the only two black wrestlers on the roster. <laughs> Well, the only two jacked black wrestlers on the roster. Yeah, there, there were a couple of And you'd hear them, like, come over and tag me, Ron. Okay, Butch. And everybody's like, who are they? Tony Schiavone could sell it. Uh, Schiavone. <laughs> that fucking... Here we are live. Shivani's still doing it. <laughs> he took a 20-some year break, and he's now back yeah, doing AEW. Awesome. I know, but I just... He's fucking... Uh, who was it that called him Skibone? That's Jericho. Jericho. Is that? The, uh, Jericho. He still calls him that now. <clears throat> Skibone. I go through uh, times of listening to Jericho's podcast, and uh, he's just bringing everybody over to fucking AEW, whatever it's called. He's, just, he's one of the guys who didn't let... He saw the pitfalls of the industry before he got into it, and he never fell in them. Well, like, he's yeah. like, oop, drug abuse, oop. You know, he just... He was shucking them all. Well, you also, know? every... Fuck Vince McMahon. I'm going to get, you know... Every couple years, he reinvents his persona. Yeah. Right, but I'm, I'm saying he stayed out of Vince McMahon's yeah. meat grinder. You know? oh, yeah. Well, the big show, like, Vince wanted him to to go give him a Legends contract. Hey, you're going to show up for certain events. And, and Big Show's like, I still want to work. Man. I'm 43 years old. Yeah, like, I still want to write. I still want to do all this. And wouldn't give it to him. So his contract ran out, and he moved over to AEW, and they were like, everything you want to do, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> which could, which just, could be a really bad thing. such a fucking concept. Well, yeah, which it could yeah be I mean, bad. I know we've talked about this before, but he really fucking is. He's just an asshole. Well, I mean, everybody that's worked for him, a lot of people, it's where they have respect for him. I mean, well, yeah, but it's, their, it's a respect that you have for a fucking chain dog in a corner. It's not like you like it. He's your boss. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, no, I, get, I mean, they know mm. they re- realize what he's done. Yeah, it's like and Dana fucking White. I've seen so much stuff about that asshole. I mean, he's a, he 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 forced out that one fighter, that lady, because she wanted to unionize. Like I saw the whole thing behind it. He's a cunt. He's a fucking cunt. Did he? Did he? Did he force her out? Or she was one of the top fighters in the fucking. Who in was the it? Ranks. I, I'll tell you. I can't if she's remember. One of the top fighters in the ranks. She not. was. They. It was on uh, Samantha Bee's show. They did. A, they interviewed her. She's. I was one of the top fighters in the world. And I would know who this is if he, she was forced out for no reason. Uh, well, that's what she says. Um, Everybody thinks they're one of the top fighters in the world, but I think she legitimately was. If what they were saying was correct, I, I don't think they were making up facts for it. If I mean, if you're in the top 500, you're one. Of well, the, regardless, the fact that he won't allow them to unionize, and he's not they can unionize, but I think the UFC is just non-union because you're not an employee; you're an independent contractor. That's yeah, and that's bullshit. That's that's a way to get out, get around a lot of stuff. I they, know, you, I know you guys love it, and it's not like I dislike it. No, I don't. I don't love that. I don't care about that. I care Leslie about Smith. I, I understand. Leslie Fis- Smith is not one of the top fighters in the world. She was at that point, maybe. No, she was not. No, no. Uh, she was good fighter. She saw, I remember she was a mid card jabroni. Mm. She was not good, a jabroni. Though. I don't want to say that she'd whip my ass, but yeah, she, she was a um, what you would call a gatekeeper. Well, the the whole segment was hilarious because they have this. The the girl who hosted it said, "I know all about women's fighting," so she dressed up like a glow girl. Yeah. Showed up, fuck she yeah. <laughs> She's watching, going, "Oh, oh, shit. oh no, no, oh, oh boy." <laughs> 
just before we start this interview, I, I you can't hit me, right? She's like you can't hit me. Leslie Smith. And she started laughing. She's like, I need a verbal commitment. She's like, I can't hit you. Leslie Smith has two things going. Like she's a good fighter, solid. She'll she yeah. can take a beating. She's the one whose ear busted. Yeah, that's the one girls who ears. And pop. she's the one that went down the ranks <clears throat> and beat up Fallon Fox, the uh, transgender that was just domestically abusing under underground cage fighters. She had some stuff women. on her belt. She, she yeah, she's not fighter. a terrible fighter. Yeah. She's good. But I'm she just saying that the, the points she was making, though, are valid points. He, I don't like him. I just don't like him. I don't. I, and I know it's the Trump thing, of course. I know that's going to come into the equation. But those Dude, I watch people, that here, man. That's rough. Those, yeah. yeah, I'm fine. Woo. Those kind of people just flock together. I mean, those unabashed, fuck everybody, I'm going to get mine capitalism people. Fuck them. I don't like them. That's just that's well, but you got, also got to realize a lot of a lot of people have gotten a lot of things because of Dana White. Yeah. I understand that. There's, man. I mean, I'm not. Nobody is complete painted with one brush completely. I understand that those things happen. I mean, Hitler was a decorated war hero. That doesn't make him a good guy. You know what I mean? It's like, um, see what I, I'm not. I know that's not a compare. I'm saying I'm trying to say a really bad comparison. <laughs> no, can't be saying, to no, it's not actually when you really think about it. I'm trying to say you you, you didn't. <clears throat> good people can bad people can do good things and vice versa. I mean, know, so. but this is a guy that brought a sport that was illegal in most states. Sure, and now it's. I'm not saying he wasn't fourth biggest visionary and all that stuff yeah i understand it and i do respect his business acumen i do there are fighters now that are millionaires that would be making twenty five thousand yeah, dollars a man. year i'm just saying that there's just although i do think the uh, reebok deal is kind of bullshit it's not a reebok deal anymore is it not it's a venom deal motherfucker yeah i'm not a, a fan of that shit i think, I think these company. fighters should be able to get their money absolutely yeah. but they signed a contract. well that's the, <laughs> that's the whole crux of my argument i mean yeah. but it's like the, it's like tlc signing with pebbles at the beginning and then she had a contract where they got fucked and didn't make anything that's what he does i mean that's what they all do that's american business well that's, I mean, not, that's, that's not what he does i mean I you, you, s- you sign on you sign on your three fight contract or whatever it is and right. if you win those three fights you get a bigger contract five fight contract for sure. the next one if you win those five or if you do go two and three the, but you're exciting i know the guys there are guys that have lost seven in a row but their fights are super exciting and they, they never get fired well, right. hung on to, what's his name the guy that i loved the uh uh long hair he, there was one time he ran roger out. faber no uh shit he uh he fought like a monkey oh yeah in a while. clay guida oh yeah dude yeah clay guida would lose like four in a row yeah, but he's exciting like five fighter. or six in a row <laughs> but now he's won like four in a row i and fucking love that he's guy. like 53 years old yeah. and he's still fighting <laughs> there is there is How do you uh, still do the weight cut he did a uh he ran to do the evolution one time he yeah. ran into the ring to yeah, fucking awesome. you, <laughs> <laughs> then, then you that see is pretty him, awesome you see him sprint to the ring the best. He 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 uh, he runs in place while they're doing the check on everything, and his brother comes up and slaps his face. <laughs> He's God. I want to see this guy. Yeah, like we do rules. And dude. I'm not, you know, I I, he looks, I, I he think literally I, looks like a caveman. Yeah. If you drew a caveman, I was going to say caveman. I, I think I came to the table a little bit too late with the uh, with the UFC. Like I, uh, I'm never going to be into, as into it as you guys are. I'm just not. Uh, I was a big boxing. It's kind of un- just, up. So you you might just be a. Because uh, it's sort of unabashed violence. It's you saying I don't have the stomach for it. Because uh, it does get a lot bloodier than boxing. Boxing, they'll stop a fight because of a cut. Right. In this, a guy's head will be swollen, and the, obviously he's got a broken nose and a broken orbital bone. And the referee's like, "Can you see out of your left eye?" Obviously, he can. He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Okey doke. Let's get 
Let's go. <laughs> All right, then. Okle dokles. Let's hammer down, boys. <laughs> Ned, Ned Flanders as a fucking uh, UFC fighter. No, as a oh. referee. Would be <laughs> you know, I thought about doing the referee thing for a while. Whenever they were actually having events in West Virginia. As long as you're not Herb Dean. Herb Dean's great. I'm kidding. He's I'm the gold standard right now. They just said, they always say he stops fights too soon. Here you go. You can never stop a fight soon enough for late enough. Hey, his, I've seen that his, guy. That's his brother behind of him there. God, they, are, on, right they here. are mongoloids. Look at yeah. that. They're from Chicago. Slap the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like much, but those little slaps yeah, from a trained sure fighter. Like, right. He's fucking best. <laughs> then he goes in the ring. And he's, <laughs> he's still moving around. But yeah, I mean, he looks like Scott Ian. Yeah, he kind of does. If he'd shave his head, there's good and bad to everybody. There's good to Vince McMahon. There's bad to Vince McMahon. Good to Dana White, bad to Dana White. I'm saying on the balance. When I say I don't like somebody, it's on the balance I don't like them. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not shitting on everything they've ever done. How do you feel about it? It's just dumb. Next week in Florida, there's the first UFC event in front of a full crowd. 20,000 people sold out in five minutes. How do you feel about that so soon after the pandemic? I'm excited for it. I'm super pumped for it. People have. Make their own decisions. I, personally, I think it's dumb to stand in the crowd if you're not going to wear a mask or whatever, but do what you're going to do. I don't care. Yeah, they've, uh, there's going to be a lot of people shitting on it, just like they did the Rangers game. There was a uh, Yeah, all Rangers those people game. went into that. But it's an open-air stadium. Willingly. Yeah. Just go do what you're going to do. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Also, there's no evidence of anything passing outside. So if you're outside in a, on a 80-degree I'm day just happy that, Texas, hey, I'm, I'm going to go to a game. I am going to go to the fights. Yeah. I, I want to go. Make, be okay. Make your decision, man. You can go do mm-hmm. what the fuck you want to do. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> they do baby people and all that stuff. But, you know, I don't know. I, I also hate the other argument, though, that it's somehow that Jim Jordan argument, this suppression of freedoms. I'm like, um, yeah, I get it, man. But uh, asking people to wear a mask is not necessarily supp- no, suppression asking, of freedoms. Asking people to wear a mask is not a suppression of freedom. Forcing people to wear masks and jailing them if they don't is. Uh, I don't think you should be jailed. Of course not. I mean, <laughs> there's nuance to everything. Do, but do I think people who have crusades against masks are dumb? Yes, I think they're dumb. I mean, I think people who think that people should be put in jail for not wearing masks are dumb. You know yeah, what I mean? But I like... Um, my deal is uh, if if a lot of stupid to go around is what I'm saying. <laughs> if if you, the building wants you to wear a mask and it's privately owned, and the guy that owns it says, "Hey, when you come in here, wear a mask," I'm like, "Not my building. I want what's in there. Yeah. There's something in there that I want. Sure, I'll wear the mask for five minutes. Right. But I'm they were like required on government property. I'm just not going to go on government property. I reckon. Well, I mean, it's just. Yeah. And it's the thing that people harass other people. Like you get these super patriots, people who don't own a shirt that doesn't have a, a an American flag on it or a gun or some kind of dumb shit, and they have to go harass people for wearing masks. Fuck you! Don't here, wear the mask. Here I am wearing a shirt that has a gun and an American flag. I know. On it. And right out. It's like you just you're right. I'm right in front of you. Are you shirt blind? Do you not know what's on my shirt? <laughs> he got on shirt. Blind. He got on shirt blind. <laughs> that means you don't have a shirt on. <laughs> But like at at work, I don't even I don't even pretend to wear one anymore. <laughs> I'm just like, come on, guys! I just don't go into the store where they where there's people milling. I, I wear my mask at work and everything because I'm just I'm, my folks and people in my life who want me to wear one. So I well, do, okay, you know. but when nobody around me has one on, fuck me, fuck you guys. So I'm not gonna wear a fucking mask. 
I remember mean, like hiking and like we passed some people. Yeah, now that's still on a nice wearing a mask and a hike is kind of silly. Yeah, and when, when, whenever we'd pass, it was last July Fourth. Whenever we went up uh, the scenic highway, we yeah. were on that one trail and like some people passed passed us. And when they passed us, they put their masks up and we just walked around all free faced. Yeah, I, they I mean, did, they put their mask up and walked away. From I was us. like, guys. It's 90 degrees and we're outside. The sun is shining on us. No evidence has been produced. And it was, it was it literally pass out here. Us three and these two people that passed us. Was, yeah, I, I under, you know, I mean, I guess I understand there. It's their paranoia. It's not my paranoia. It's their paranoia. But like, do they think I'm unclean? Of course, I had open source, <laughs> but I always have open source. Of course, I had a belt around my arm. And I'm sure there are maggots crawling all over me. <laughs> Pulsating wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sure, I might have reminded some of massive open head wound Harry. <laughs> He's smelling my dog. <laughs> I love that. You know, that was just a one-off. That they only, yeah, I think I mean, they only did one of those, and it was of so course. fucking funny. It's like Lyle, the effeminate heterosexual. <laughs> Do I remember that one? He's asked us to say he's straight and not gay. <laughs> and he's who's would not fly today. That was a Dana fly. Carvey. Yes. Right? Goddamn, Dana Carvey was so... Yeah, still, was good. He's still great. He's like only 62. This dude's still young as shit. I know, right? He's on. He was on an episode of. He played uh, Jerry's dad on fucking uh, Seinfeld. No, Jerry's dad on fucking. Um, Is it a recent show? Rick and Morty. Oh yeah, the one who's they had that they were in a throuple with that black dude and he fucked okay. his wife. Yeah, I watch it from a closet, <laughs> usually wearing a Superman suit. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one for you. Eugene Levy is 74. Yeah. Eugene, Eugene that dude Levy looks great. Looks fantastic. And he gets around great. That makes me just so happy. He's got a super awesome gay son. I need more son really Eugene gay? Levy. Yes. Uh, if you've never seen Shit's Creek, I've I think seen you, it. I, think I didn't you know. enjoy it. Uh, absolutely. I love everybody that's in that. Everybody's show. hilarious. It's, it's an SCTV <laughs> yeah. with their kids. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And the daughter's really, really hot. And she's really funny, too. Yeah. It's, I don't it's know great. if she's, she's actually their daughter. There's a little... I don't think she is. No, but her. the the waitress, and that's Eugene's daughter. The oh. waitress in the show, okay, or the the girl that owns the restaurant or whatever. Okay, but uh, there's there's little just little bits in there. You're like that was that you know that was probably ad libbed, yeah, yeah. improvised. Yeah, it's so funny, man. Yeah, that that could be a favorite thing. I've really enjoyed Shit's Creek. I haven't watched the final season yet. It's one of those things. I don't want to watch the final season because then it's over. Yeah, and it's also a super quick watch. Yeah, twenty minutes. I've got so many favorite things this time. So many favorite things. <laughs> Just a big one. Of them is going to be a heap and help on the favorite things. Just dip your spoon in the bowl and get some favorite things out, folks. Mm. It's fruity pebbles of favorite things. <laughs> it's a, generic fruity pebbles of favorite. Yeah, oh, well, of course, because they're just as good, and they come in a bag that that you could put a body in. I could eat a sack of those in multi meals three days. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Like the big sack. Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking no about. I'm thinking about getting on cereal again. Oh, yeah, man. fucking cereal's great. I like to do it. Every I like. Once I, in a while. I'll, and I'll switch it up. Like I'll do mini wheats. Oh yeah, I love, I love some frosted mini, mini wheats. Do you get the ones that are big, or you get the mini ones? <clears throat> Minis. There's some like the really small ones that are almost the size. Of do you guys remember just the the regular the big biscuits? Yeah, yeah. I didn't, not a fan. I, no, dude. I used to get those and just dump sugar like uh, a half a cup of the sugar on top of it. Unfrosted wheats, yeah. shredded wheat, bran flakes, milk. I like some bran flakes with sugar too, man. Bran flakes. I love some cereal. Oops, I crap my pants. Uh-huh. Cold and blow. Yeah, that's cold the one blow. I was thinking of. Cold Oops, and that blow. Crap my pants <laughs> is the diaper that you would wear after Oops, I Crap My Pants. You, uh, you, the Phil Hartman. <laughs> the multi meal one dollar bags is one of my favorite things. 
Yes. Have you seen these? Yeah, the small ones. Yeah. Have, you, have you seen it? One dollar. Have you seen it? I'll tell you, though. Malt- I bought like four of them the other day. Multimeal, though, I'm going to say they're, there's one cereal that they do. Their game is not strong. The Lucky Charms are not strong. Okay. No, the, the original Lucky Charms are the way to go. I like you know, Lucky so. Charms. Yeah. I don't like them as much as I do Fruity Pebbles. No, or I don't like Pebbles. anything in this world as much as Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> sure. Haven't you heard? Cool. So eighties. Really good for you. Yeah, well, there's fiber, Dressed and then like there's banker. high fiber. Try this. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds delicious. But is it really higher in fiber than my oat brand cereal? Take a guess. How many Phil bowls Hartman. of your oat brand yeah, cereal He's would it take to man. equal the fiber content of one bowl of colon blow? Two. Guess again. Three. A little higher. Four. Keep trying. <laughs> Five. No, you'll have to do better than that. Seven. Guess again. <laughs> Eight. We'll give you one more guess. Nine. Not even close. It would take over 30,000 bowls. <laughs> <laughs> 10 bowls a day every day for eight and a half years. Wow. I think I get the picture. Colin Blow must be the highest fiber cereal on the market. It was. Not anymore. <laughs> now that there's new Super Colin Blow. <laughs> Super Colin Blow? It would take over two and a half million <laughs> to equal the fiber content of one bowl of Super Colon Blow. I'm convinced. Colin Blow and you. So fucking great. Colon blow and new super. Colon. Don't get me wrong. There are things I like about the new SNL, but the fact that nobody sometimes they're, they're sometimes very unprofessional as opposed to what they used to be. They didn't crack in the old sketches. They did not crack. Well, Jimmy started all that. I yeah. understand, and I'm not. I'm not a Jimmy Kimmel hater. A lot of people hate Jimmy Kim, Fallon. Whatever. Uh, I love Jimmy Fallon. He's so funny. He is. I like him, and I and I've I've seen him in stuff that I like. I mean, but I'm saying that that. Uh, well, Family Guy did it best where he was just kept on laughing. <laughs> you ruin every sketch. <laughs> but You need to be professional, Jimmy. I do like it when they all crack up. Sure. I like it when it's isolated and, and that happens because that makes it more special. Oh, like the whole. They don't really crack up anymore because nobody's really funny except for the Well, I mean, guys. fucking Debbie yeah. Downer. The oh, Debbie dude, Downer, Debbie sketch, Downer, was the Debbie the Downer with sketch of the fucking Disney of World is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. I used to watch it like every day when I was depressed. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to turn that on. <laughs> I love the uh, the Farley. Whenever Farley would take a sketch and be like, "I'm going to make, I'm going to crack it," because Far- Farley could do it without cracking. And he, yes, and, but he would make somebody crack. <laughs> he was usually oh, spayed. God. Why? Thank you, Pepper Boy. <laughs> I just want to watch that. Bravo! <laughs> 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 and the way he's looking at it when he's dumping the pepper. This is a long skit. Okay, here's the. uh, There's like a couple. Sandler went doing Tommy Boy. Wrote him a sketch. This is in Pepper Boy. I need to watch that documentary. When a good Adam Sandler is Pepper Boy, right? And it's like you know, fresh pepper. He he never people pepper. He's under high scrutiny for this. He's one of the funniest people alive. Pepper Boy, Carlo, don't let it die with me. Please let me teach it to you. Teach me, Senor Marco. <laughs> we had to fly all the way back from Toronto to do the show, and I wasn't even in it. All right. You see that the man right there? Farley was in it. Put on a big, ridiculous beard. So he was mad about it, so he put on this huge beard. He looked ridiculous. He goes, watch this line. I'll get a laugh. And I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah, you've got one line. It's supposed to be Sandler, but... Freshy pepper. He goes, oh, yeah? Huh? Bite his lip, and you knew you are in trouble. Why is that? 
Thank you, Pepper Boy. That's the Pepper Boy. Bravo! Thank you, Pepper Boy. God damn it, I loved him. More like, of course, oh, if you shit. only have one. Why did you fucking put on a beard for one? Like, it's like, because he was an asshole. shit ever, and he's like just the guy. He's a warm body in the sketch. It's an Adam Sandler sketch. <laughs> that was his, like, fighting back at Watch How Funny I Can Be, and it works. He's great at it. 30 seconds before a skit would tap you on the shoulder and go, I'm going to get you. I'm gonna get you. He did that a few times to me. And you did it, Carlo. You did it. How do you feel? Like I can fly. Senor, on the wings made of a pepper. <laughs> There's a, another yep. really good uh, biography channel documentary, yeah. and it has all of those brothers. But the HBO one apparently is really great. That's fucking good, dude. Yeah, it's hard to watch, it. though. It's like I am Chris Farley. I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah, I mean, dude, I end up crying in all of them. Right? Did you uh, did you ever watch Sandler's stand up special? Yes, he did like a six minute song for Chris Farley. Damn, it was good. It too. was really good, and I, and I was crying. And I was like, "God damn it!" And his special was really funny. Like he yeah, just Sandler's wanted to do stand up again. It's yeah. fucking great. Nah, I, just, I never was a fan of his stand up. No, that's not true. When he first started out, before he he all that shit, the, he the was what? funny. <laughs> 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 you know uh, that the Hubie Halloween movie was pretty fucking funny. I laughed my ass off. I mean, it's, it's, it's like it's like it's Little stupid. Mickey. I'm not going to watch it. I love Little Mickey. I'm not so, going to watch it. I mean, it's, it's not like high comedy. It's not like you're good. this is a thinker. No, it's just dumb. Well, I, I can do what I was dumb. in. Anchorman is one of my favorite movies of all time, and it doesn't come much dumber than that. I don't know about that. I think it's a very smart comedy. What? <laughs> Especially two. Anchorman. Whenever they, they kind of just outline how the news industry just got monetized and fucked. Well, I, yeah, but I'm not. It's dumb. I mean, the characters well, it is are dumb. All, I mean, they're just. I loved it. I still love yes. it. I haven't watched it in a few years. I should probably crank that. I love out. Grandma's Boy. Grandma's God, Boy's great. That movie's so stupid as shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, when they're Dewey driving Cox. and they're all high and that monkey. Dewey Cox is might be like in my top five. I love uh, Dewey Cox. I'm yeah. a fan of. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll play just pop on the soundtrack. To the them. soundtrack is really good. Yeah. Uh, John C. Riley, I had, I think, had a hand in writing a lot of those songs. Yeah, John C. Riley's really. He's got like he's his got own, a band where he, yeah, like he kind of plays Americana, old style countryish music, like folk, sort of like it. Yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. a mighty wind. Except for it's not funny. It's he just likes writing songs, right. and now he's famous enough to where he can just do that. Fuck yeah! Let me see. Yeah, he's got his own artist profile on on uh, Spotify. Yeah, of course you know this song. Here we go. I'm gonna walk, <laughs> and I'm gonna walk hard. Walk hard, hard down life's rocky road. Mama, you gotta love your Negro man. Walk bold. <laughs> That would not be happening today. That's my creed. He's got a song uh, on there that was cut from the movie called I Stand with the Midget Man or something like that. It's really funny. It's not on the soundtrack. Oh, really? Oh, let me hold you, little man. Okay, okay, that might be it. It's Oh, yeah, it's the the style of Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. So incredibly high. <laughs> I stand today for the midget. 
half the size of a regular guy. <laughs> Let me hold you, little man, as the parade passes by. Let me hold you, little man. We'll make believe you can fly. You shout for me to oh, shit. put you down, but I'm marching today. For you shout for me to put you. <laughs> I'm helping you against your will. Hell yeah, dude! You guys ever? I know you probably get it. Like you see somebody struggling at the grocery store to get something off the top shelf, and you swoop in like a hero. I do that all the time for you older go. ladies. Here you go, gal. Um, um, yeah, I do it pretty often. But I'm not so whenever that tall. I can. One time I so saw it has to be an extraordinarily short person for me to. Yeah, have one. it would almost have to be a maje. Yeah, that's what the French call them, maje. Hmm. Yeah. Have you ever done something? <laughs> <laughs> done something like that, and the person gets uh, gets offended by it. Yes, and fuck them. They kind of like they're scared of you. I was thinking about before I came. For some reason, I was thinking about Lowe's today about working there and all the countless people I despised. And had I been a sociopath, I would have been killing those people. (laughs) (laughs) I would have gone behind people at stores and found the assholes in stores and killed the people who were rude to the clerks. (laughs) It's the rude. It's the rude customer killer. And everybody's and the cops don't want to find or like play. uh, Yeah. Come on. I've got like this. He's doing us all a favor. This creepy old man (laughs) thing that's coming out in me. Like, like. I was at the bowling alley and I did a 180 turn and almost smacked this girl in the face. Oh, like shit. she, for some reason, walked directly behind of me, mm-hmm. like inches after your shot. And no, I was uh, talking with some. I was off the lanes and I was, and uh, I go to touch her shoulder. <laughs> like, oh. oh, I'm sorry. Like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, that just came out me touching her shoulder. Right. And she just jerked away and kind of ran off. Like, oh god. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so innocuous. They get so. That's know. such an old man thing, though. It is. And yeah, like the thing where you, it we, you walk by somebody and you touch the small of their back. Yeah. You're not supposed to do I that. I don't do that. You're not supposed to do that, but I have done it in the past. Yeah. Well, I think I probably have too, but. Randomly touching people is an old yeah thing. yeah it's like passing by or, or like that girl that I almost punched in the face. It's just kind of let let them know you're there. I don't know. I just kind of nowadays I'm just like excuse me. Like yeah. I haven't really been in a crowd lately. Where I work, you can just slam into people and they won't care. Right. Yeah. It's, it's all gruff plumbers and electricians and builders and truck drivers. See that, those kind of people can elbow though, them in the face. I, I like, mean, oh, my bad. <laughs> I, I just I, I don't usually like I mean, no okay from that from that from those ranks of people usually come some of the worst Lowe's customers plumbers and electricians all that stuff well you get the uh, because they the have no re- warriors you're right yeah the they have no respect for what you're doing I mean they have right. no respect for you helping them even though you go above and beyond even when you do that they're shitty to you yeah um, where, where we work it's all they're actual plumbers and stuff not like the weekend warriors that are going to get something from Lowe's like it's a uh, like uh, you have to be like licensed or whatever to buy most stuff from us. Well, I mean, it's like one time we the the state road had run out of cement, so they came yeah, and our cement, and some fucking asshole come and said, "Are you got any cement?" I was like, "We're out." He's like, 
<laughs> Y'all need to keep that on the shelf for the working man. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I was sitting in my fucking cabana out back until you came in. <laughs> I just have three mojitos. Fucking, I'm, I'm covered in cement dust because I helped move a metric fucking ton of it. You fucking jag off. <laughs> and it's just, and then some stupid idiot with his meth head girlfriend came in one time. Fuck yeah, dude. And asked, and asked me to help him. He had a rebel flag band. The, the, whole, the whole nine yards stunk. Yeah. And even that guy thinks he's better than you. Like he he asked me for you to help him. Somebody said it's right over here, and I pointed to and took him to. All right, buddy, you can stand over here. Go back to your vacation. (laughs) And like looked at his girlfriend. I'm like, you're both beneath me. Just as, just socially, you're both garbage human yeah. beings for doing that shit. You could tell that them not because they're poor and they wouldn't it wouldn't register, right? Yeah. I mean, not because they're poor, because I'm poor. You know, I, I'm. It's because they're fuckwads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're shit, and they're and they're never going to be anything more. You know, because those kind of people don't see anything wrong with what they do. Yeah. You know, they probably go home and tell their friends, "I told this fucking idiot over like, this guy, and he's a little red bit," and their all his friend went, "Yeah, woo, good job." Sam Jim Dan. <laughs> the more names Sam they have, the, the more names they have, the stupider they are. So. <laughs> you guys want to go ahead and get into favorite things? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Shake hands with the basketball. Yeah, I tried. Jesus Christ. Shake hands with danger. <laughs> that was a, uh, a, a video we had to watch. It's a safety video. <laughs> Kept on having any, all these awful things about people getting their hands ripped off and shows there. Yeah, we don't get, we do get them sometimes. We had a pretty gory one, but now we don't all watch them together. They give us like things to do right. in our computer system or whatever. So we got to watch them. Oh, uh, we had to go to fucking, uh, to a place and do it. It was brutal. Like, I'm sitting there trying, like, you know, just literally fighting to stay awake. And that's the worst. I don't know if I'd rather have the training all at one time or spread out like they do it with us. Well, like at work, I'll clock in from lunch and then just pop on the video right after lunch. It's kind of (laughs) nice. Sometimes you got to do like a quiz or something. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You might remember sort of like that. From Alice doesn't live anymore, <laughs> <laughs> and they came to Burgo Carnegie Hall. Um, God, all the I would like to see a list of all the movies he said he's in. Somebody's done that, you know. So, <laughs> stop I'll, the Planet of the Apes. I want to get off. I'll Google. He was that actually in that. <laughs> Troy McClure full uh, movie full movie list. Good time, Slim Uncle Doobie and the Great Frisco Freakout. <laughs> I wonder how many I could name off the top of my head. All Wackiest right. covered wagon in the West. I've got a big old list here, but it's going to okay. be hard to go through. Let me see what I got. Wackiest covered wagon in the West. Uh, they came to Burgo Carnegie Hall. Um, Alice doesn't live anymore. <laughs> uh, he was in a uh, self-help 
he was in two cell helps. Smoke yourself thin and get some get self confidence. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> okay, there he's got a list of his films and a list of his educational uh, self help videos. If you'd like me to read those, <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. Okay, the bootjacking of uh, Super Ship seventy nine. Yes. Calling all Quakers. <laughs> the, <laughs> the contrabulous fabtraption of Professor Horatio <laughs> Huffnagel. <laughs> Cry Yuma. Uh, David versus, versus Super Goliath. <laughs> Dial M for murderousness. <laughs> the electric gigolo. <laughs> the erotic adventures of Hercules. Hercules. That's a good one. Give my remains to Broadway. <laughs> Gladys the groovy mule. Good time slam. Uncle Doobie and the great, great Frisco, Frisco freak out. <laughs> the greatest story ever. Hulud. Hulud. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here comes the Coast Guard. Hydro, the man with, with hydraulic, hydraulic arms. arms. <laughs> Jagged attraction. Leper in the backfield. <laughs> they got a video of him going back in his arm. <laughs> Look who's still oinking. Make out king of Montana. Meet Joe Blow. Oh, God. Uh, the Muppets go medieval. <laughs> P is for psycho. Preacher with a shovel. The president's neck is missing. <laughs> Radioactive Man, Radioactive Man 2, bring on the sequel. Radioactive Man 3, oh God, not again. <laughs> the Revenge of Abe Lincoln, the seven-year-old bitch. See, what I love, though, is that Futurama has their own, uh, their own Troy McClure. It's Calculon. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah the, He's got the one antenna. That's yeah, supposed, the rope. I guess it's supposed to simulate hair. <laughs> Sorry, wrong closet. Suddenly, Last Supper. <laughs> They came to burgle Carnegie Hall. To, yeah, Carnegie <laughs> Hall. Today we kill, tomorrow we die. Um, the verdict was male fraud. <laughs> the wackiest covered wagon, wagon in, in the West. West. <laughs> and then here's his educational films. Um, 60 minutes of car crash victims. <laughs> <laughs> Adjusting your self-ostat with Brad Goodman. I remember that one. That's a great episode. Alice's adventure through the windshield glass. <laughs> <laughs> Alice doesn't live anymore. <laughs> Birds, our fine feathered colleagues. <laughs> the decapitation of Larry Leadfoot. <laughs> Designated drivers, the life saving nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Dig your own grave and save. <laughs> Earwigs, ew. <laughs> Firecrackers, the silent killer. <laughs> it's oh, not, they're not silent at all. Uh, the Fuzzy Bunny's Guide to You Know What, Sex oh, Educational so ch for Children Shown in uh, Springfield Elementary. That was so good. Uh, get confident, stupid. Smoke yourself thin. Half The half-assed approach to Two. foundation repair. I remember that one. <laughs> Here comes the metric system. Lead paint, delicious but deadly. <laughs> Locker room towel fights, the blinding of Larry Driscoll. <laughs> Man versus nature, the road to victory. Meet and you, partners in freedom. Um, mommy, what's wrong with that man's face? <laughs> Mothballing your battleship. Phony tornado alerts reduce readiness. Shoplifters, beware. Smoke yourself thin. Someone's in the kitchen with DNA. <laughs> Two minus three equals negative fun. <laughs> uh, young Jebediah Springfield. Whoa, don't touch me there. You want some of his TV specials? No, I think we're... <laughs> Alien nose job. <laughs> Carnival of the Stars, the five fabulous weeks of the Chevy Chase show. <laughs> Let's save Tony, Tony Orlando's house. Out with gout, 88. The Miss American Girl pageant, the Simpsons on their 38th episode. Okay. After, in his TV series is that he was. There was a Simpsons spinoff special he was on. Yes. 
Um, after Chief Wiggum PI. Uh, I don't remember this. America's oh, Funniest God. Tornadoes. Buck Henderson, Union Buster. Buster. <laughs> Handle with Care. Uh, I can't believe they invented it. Yeah. Uh, the candy bar that cleans teeth. <laughs> Eyeball whitener, spiffy. The 21st century stain remover. Yeah, that was made, uh, made to clean tombstones. Shortland Street, Son of Sanford and Son, Troy and Company's Summertime Smile, Smile Factory, Factory. Yeah. and Cartoons. Christmas Ape. Christmas Ape goes to summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity funerals. <laughs> just keeps going and going and going. God, when, they, when he died, they lost such a... a the a, world a, lost a lynch, something. A linchpin in that show, especially. I mean, he could still... like He'd be probably in his late 60s, early 70s mm-hmm. now. He could still be coming back on SNL doing Absolutely. little things. And, or just, just being amazing at whatever he did, because he was mm-hmm. awesome at everything. Right. Remember that uh, scene he did with Jan Hooks? It was just a dance, and they just danced beautifully for a while. Well, yeah. It was great. She's dead, too. Uh, the the stories of him going to the uh, the strip club with uh, Rogan, he was just like the, just this nice guy going to the strip club, and, and he enjoyed he would compliment it. the girls. He loved it. Yeah, you know he was a artist. He did uh, album designs for I like heard about, heavy metal yeah. bands and shit. Yeah, I've heard about. I wonder. Days. Let's see who he designed. His wife was apparently a real piece of work. She wanted to be a star. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted to be the star. She was an actress too, and she was. That's what. Why she did? She was it. jealous of him. Yeah, God, narcissists are the worst, man. He wanted to, he wanted to get out. Like Rogan talked about how he would talk about her all the time, like wanting to get out of it. Mm-hmm. He just couldn't, like for the kids and all this stuff. It turns and also, out yeah, because she'd murder him. Yeah, fucking sucks. He was so awesome. Farley yeah. was awesome. everybody was awesome. Who's uh, next? Favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, mine tying. Uh, a couple of them tie in together, so we'll start with one that doesn't. Invincible. I haven't seen the new episode yet. It's tremendous. But I, it was good. I flew through. Justin Roiland's in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Very you'll, brief. You'll notice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Battle Beast just. Fuck it. That was. I, I watched that again the other day. That shit was. For a cartoon, it's hard to watch. Battle like, Beast. He's the one that the, came the in. The big lion dude with the fucking mace. Oh, yeah. Beat the fuck he's out a of bad everybody. motherfucker. Yeah. He, and I love the fact they knew their audience is going to be a bunch of people my age. So yeah. they got him voiced by Michael Dorn from fucking, yeah. a Klingon from fucking Star Trek. <laughs> His best line was killing you would be is going to be a mercy. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's fucking awesome. But then what I was waiting for didn't happen the next week. I was waiting for Omni Man to come in and just fucking wreck shop and they were going to throw it out. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, he hasn't seen it yet. Oh, I haven't seen I'm, the new episode. But it doesn't matter. Need, no, it doesn't. You know, it. I'm wondering what his motivation is. If he Omni Man, yeah, to kill those, kill yeah, them because that's they what's were weird. He, for no reason or killed them. Do you think it's because we'll he, he wanted? I think it's because the, Vel- the Veltrumites are conquerors and they are going to conquer Earth. And, oh, he's, yeah. and he's and he was sent to do this, but then he fell in love with his wife, so he's conflicted. He loves his wife and son, and and that seems to be about it. Yeah, he doesn't really care about much else. Yeah, because he's. Shockingly cavalier when when things happen, you know. I mean, would he have just wiped him out so his son could could rise? I mean, what the that's supers? what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. probably or you something know? like that. I mean, I wonder what it is, um, but I'm pretty sure it's because that was actually a a Superman story where he what if he was sent here to conquer as opposed to the Kryptonians apparently did that all the time. They sent their kids to other planets. There was a, that was like an alt- elseworld storyline where they would send kids out to. 
to planets with uh, with yellow suns, and they would become gods basically, and all their resources and stuff would go back to Krypton. Mm. Fuck yeah, yeah, it's a great fucking storyline. Um, yeah, but that shows it's funny. It's wildly violent. Yeah, it's well written. The music's great. It's just it's it's one of the best superhero things out right now. But the best superhero thing out right now is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I would tend to agree. Fucking hands down. I haven't seen the new episode of that either. Damn it. But I don't care for spoilers. Okay. Okay. Kept uh, Steve Rogers comes back and he's young again. And uh, there's a long extended sex scene. There's a long extended sex scene with between him and uh, Sam, and who, who is Falcon, and Buck. Well, Bucky's in the corner, right? Uh, Bucky's playing the role of Cuck in this, and you're not going to believe this. They actually do a muddy niner. No shit. Yeah. Can do you they imagine? refer to it as a muddy niner? They do not. What's Cap's uh, dick look like? <sighs> well, what do you think it looks like? Oh, okay. Strong. I mean, he took the super soldiers here. You know, it don't not just improve. Not only is that America's <laughs> ass, that's America's dick. <laughs> I'm um, writing that down. <laughs> no. Uh, they tie together. I was I was listening to. Um, I'm almost done with uh, Blueprint for Armageddon. Oh, I only yeah. got, I've only got. 17 two, hours two, left. Two episodes yeah. left. <laughs> 20 hours left. So, one of the things that occurred to me was uh, one of the combatants in this on Germany's side was Austria Hungary. And they were a big empire and they had like 11 different ethnicities underneath the umbrella, umbrella of this empire. They didn't work because there was one group in charge who didn't welcome the others. They said, Your subjects. And you should be lucky to live under this banner, and we're ruling. That's America. That's what we're in right now. And the people who storm the Capitol and stuff like that are white people who can accept, won't accept that black people, natives, Latinos should be on equal footing. The country will collapse like Austria-Hungary if we go down this path. We have a template to look at. So, um, and it won't collapse like overnight or anything like that. We'll keep going through shit like we're going through, and it won't be. S- necessarily very soon but it will happen a major stress will happen like a war and it'll be a war with some country where some of the people in the in the in the populace sympathize with the person we're fighting either it'll be white people sympathizing with some white people country who are doing something awful or it'll be uh, a minority country and minorities will say well they're just throwing off the yoke of what you do to us so why the fuck should we fight with you you know, it's happened before with Vietnam and stuff like that. And that's why, you know, black people were like, well, you treat us like shit. Why should we fly around the world to help you treat another group of minorities like shit? You know, mm-hmm. but it's good. But the fact is, is that uh, African-Americans, and even indigenous Americans, and stuff like that have more have more power now. And they're going to and it's going to start to tear the fabric apart because the shitty white people can't deal with it. So, um just like the just like the ruling class of Austria-Hungary, um, but one thing that ties into the fact that uh, on Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, Isaiah Bradley is absolutely right to not like America. He doesn't like the United States. He makes no secret of it. He said that flag means nothing to me, and it should mean nothing to you. And no self-respecting black man would want to be Captain America. That's one thing I can't believe they're doing. They're, yeah. they're doing a little bit of. They're doing anti, a lot of social commentary. Anti-American, not anti-American, but like anti-government, anti-civil rights stuff. Yeah. You know, and that pisses a lot of people off. You, of course, you've got all the righties who are pooping their fucking pampers right now. I've not seen anything about. I've it. seen the articles get sent to me, of course, because I look at them. 
and they and they are they're YouTubing it. They're like basically saying that Marvel needs to, and it's the same shit you hear from people. I think the comic book stuff should stay in comic books and stuff like that. I was like, it's social commentary. It always has been. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you can't deal with it, fuck off. Don't watch it. So, um, but Sam, what's going to happen with Sam is Sam cannot punch with people who's taking the super soldiers here. He just can't. He doesn't have superhuman strength. He does fine, but he just keeps getting knocked on his ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they show that every time it happens. And here's what's happening. People are going to ask why he doesn't take the super soldiers here. Isaiah, Isaiah Bradley closed that door. I'm not taking something that was used and then experimenting on, on one of my people. So he's not going to take it because he wouldn't. But the thing that sets up is Sam is going to take in the, in this case is going to be the Black Panther serum that the Wakandans have given him. Hmm. The Wakandans have a little bit of a guilt complex, not a guilt complex, but feel guilt because so many black people were brought here in bondage and they weren't because they were Wakandans and they have lived this isolated existence. That was in the movie, Black Panther, the movie where they're going to start helping black people in this country because they feel bad about it. Well, Sam is a son of Africa and a son of America. So they see an opportunity. We can use, we can have him use something that makes us strong to help his people over there and to help America in general. You know, he loves America, but he sees the bullshit that it's involved. And they've been building to this the entire time because one of the first scenes was him and Rhodey talking about it. And Rhodey calls him brother and all that stuff. It's been Rhodey. Uh, War Machine. Okay. It's Don Cheadle. Yeah. And he's fucking great. And they're and they've been layering it in there, building this whole thing. And if they don't go down that path, then I should write an alternate script and said this is what you should have done. <laughs> so um it looks like that's where they're going. Yeah, exactly. It's. I think it's the only way it can go. Now what I believe how it's going to shake out is is that the flag smashers are descending on New York for like this big Governmental meeting about the whatever the, for the, the, the resettlement place. Or yeah. So they're going to all come in and they're all on suit. They're all jacked up on the serum. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, whacked up on goofballs. <laughs> Ned, Fra- <laughs> look, everybody, goofballs. Um, but uh, Sam knows he can't fight these people like Bucky can. They keep on demonstrating how strong Bucky is, too. Yeah. Well, if you watch. When he picked up the fucking engine, he sat it down. They were just like, you know. Well, whenever they were doing the uh, before the montage, which was great, yeah, was. Uh, they were just hucking the uh, the, uh, the shield, shield mm-hmm. and Bucky would just catch it, and Sam Sam would recoil. Right, exactly, because he just doesn't he doesn't have the strength. Yeah. Um, now the the Wakandan serum is what Black Panther takes to gives him superhuman power. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. So um, does he have to take it over and over? No, you take it once. Okay, but before but the you fight, can take, but you can take it something. Undoes it. And here's the thing that I, I think they're going to do that because if people complain and say about the story and say, "Well, he's just taking something to help him be superhuman too," all that shit, he can get out of that. Like he can take something and take that away, and they can have a storyline that way. So it, it's it's a it's a win win no matter what you do. But uh, 
they're, and what's going to happen is in that case is going to be a suit as well. I think it's going to be a captain more of a Captain America suit that's based on Wakandan technology that's going to have the kinetic stuff in it to help him fight. You think it'll have stuff. wings and stuff too? Probably. Yeah. To, because Sam, Sam in the be comics, badass. Sam did have the wings when he had the shield. So it's going to be something that they are nanotech that goes into the suit. So he doesn't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be awesome. Do you think he's just going to get a suit versus taking the serum? I think Both. No, I'm excited. I he think does. what he's going to do is take. He's going to have the suit on, and people are going to think, well, it's just a suit and all that stuff. But what's going to happen is Carly Morgenthau is going to throw a punch at him. He's going to catch it, and she's going to, you know, oh my god. Then it'll cut later, and, and then it'll cut later, and he'll be taking the serum. And it'll it'll flash in his eyes, and his eyes will flash right before, and he'll smile at her and throw her. You know what I mean? And, it'll, and that's going, what's going to go down. John Walker's going to come into this fight and fight with him, but he's going to be more of a rogue. You know, like U.S. agent does not stay a villain. He goes into a villain and thing for a while because he can't handle what the whole show is, in my opinion, that I see. Bucky represents 1940s America. Things were not perfect, but at least. America was trying to do, you know, go down the right path with things. You know, they were, uh, the civil rights thing had begun like in the 40s and going into the 50s and even into the 60s. So there's that. Then uh, John Walker represents America today. He is conflicted. He has been in a bunch of wars that they had no business being in. He's got PTSD. He's got all these things. He is America now. Sam is black America. He's what he is somebody who's going to wear the mantle, but it's, it's going to be troubled and he's going to be, but is the bridge and it, the whole thing is a metaphor for America and it could not have been written any more fucking brilliantly. That's awesome. So, um, uh, it's going to be great. Yeah. You know, the um, guy that plays John Walker, um, that's Goldie Kurt Hawn Russell's and Kurt Russell's son. Yeah. He's, Wyatt Russell is his name. When he, like, he's so good. Yes, and he makes you hate him sometimes. Yeah, but he also takes the care that should be a one-dimensional villain, and he's not one-dimensional. He's he he. You understand why he is the way. He I had is. no clue that that that's who that was. Yeah, he was in Everybody Wants Some. If, you've ever seen, if he had like a series that. on um, AMC about a cabin or something, yeah, he's he's really good. Um, but the best person on the show is arguably because there's so many good people on it. Sebastian Stan's fucking awesome. He is so good at it. Yeah. But uh, Anthony Mackie really just stepped up in this past few episodes and shown how great of an actor he really is. Um, He's jacked as shit, too. Yeah, he is. Um, Got them shoulders. God damn, it's a handsome dude. (laughs) Um, Sorry. That fight in in New York is going to be Avenger style. It's going to be everybody fighting, you know, John Walker's going to show up and they're not going to want him to be there for a minute. That's what I'm going to think. And then they're just like, well, we got no choice because he made his own shield. Yeah, that was, so, that was in the cut scene. Yeah. And um, he's a shitty welder. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's regular metal. So I don't know how that's not going to stand up to a vibranium shield for, a, for even right. a second. But. Um, oh, he was an overlord. That was a cool movie. Yeah, I need to watch that. I'm, I'm, I know I'd be a huge fan. 22 of Jump Street. Yeah. Um, the Good Lord Bird, which I haven't seen yet, but here's awesome. All the, those three things, like uh, Blueprint for Armageddon, is one of the greatest things ever put in a podcast. I mean, it's it's one of the most exhaustively researched, you know, intelligent points made. Um, 
he just talked about the Battle of Jutland, where it was the English Navy versus the German Navy, and the German Navy, Navy opened up, and they were they were shellacking the English Navy at first, and then they did this thing called crossing the T, where basically all the fucking English ships could shoot on all the German ships at one time, and the fucking Germans walked away like ran away like a whip pup because the the fucking the the English showed why they had the greatest navy in the world and beat the dog shit out of them, sunk so many of their ships. You know, um, it was it's really fucking awesome. And then they go into the battle. Of course, they they talked about. I've talked about the battle of Verdun, how fucking awful awful that is. And then you got the battle of the Somme. Um, it's blueprint for Armageddon. That covers World War One. World War One. Um, we're now into the, the last episode where he's the second last episode where he's talking about how uh, the Germans sent the Mexicans a, a telegram saying, if you can attack the United States, this is the Mexican empire at this point too. If you can attack the United States, you know, and get them to deal with you, then they can't come in on the, they can't come in on our side on, on the ally side. And then once we get done with this war, and we win, we'll give you, You'll get things from us. You'll get money. You'll get lands. All this stuff. You know, the United States Army was unproven at this point. We were we were a non-interventionist power at this point. As a matter of fact, they used to every year read this speech. I think George Washington, or one of them, said about we do not go abroad looking for monsters to slay. We do not do that. We do not involve ourselves in any kind of thing. And the rest of the world looked at America as a bunch of backward cowboys, and they had a fucking point because. The guy who was a general ended up being the general in uh, his name is Black Jack Pershing. It was John Pershing. He <laughs> had been hunting down Apaches like 20 years before. He was, it was Geronimo. And it was, you know, nation's history is very odd. And nobody looked at us before. They, they knew we were an economic power, this big colossus, but they didn't think, well, in a war, you guys are next to useless. You're not trained. You have no discipline, all that stuff. And they had a point. American Army was not good at this point. So you couldn't even argue that the American Army wasn't good until at the beginning of World War II either, because it wasn't. It took a lot of hard lessons to be learned to make the American Army as good as it was, and it was a good army. All the people, I can't stand all the people, you know, from the left especially who – you know, want to shit on America and say, well, our army wasn't that good in World War II. Bullshit. Army was really good. It didn't start good. Fucking Rommel was shellacking us. And then Patton came in and beat his ass. And then American soldiers became some of the finest soldiers in the world. That being said, the German soldiers, it's hard to, it's hard to argue with a, a country that almost took over the world twice yeah. from, a, from a nation the size of Ohio. So, you know, it's just, it's nuts. Yeah. Um, Discipline, discipline, mathematical precision, like insane attention to detail. That's the Germans. And you know, like I said, how uh, there was an American war co- correspondent before America had ever gotten into it. And the the German army, the flanking maneuver, what they called the Schlieffen plane was marching through Belgium, the city in Belgium. And he said he would he described it. About uh, how the German army was going through, and he said they were on. He said on the third step, they would all say, "Father, my fatherland, my fatherland." Not a chin strap was out of place. Not a not a uh, a boot lace was unlaced. You know, he said there it was perfect. There was nothing. It was a wall of just absolute in unison shit. And he said, and at first it was amazing, and then it became like otherworldly. Because this was the first country too to to where 
they weren't wearing like the shit the French were wearing, mm-hmm. the red pants and the blue jacket. Yeah. Let's shit. make it really obvious that yeah. I'm out here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, but the, the but the French get that reputation for being cowards. They're not fucking cowards. No. They were brave as shit, but brave in the dumbest possible way. They I'm gonna stand up battles. with my sword in the middle of this battle and do a bayonet charge against machine guns. Yeah, the Germans were like, all right, <laughs> you know, just fucking shoot them all down. <laughs> and the, the Germans were in Feldgrau. Which is basically what they wore in World War II, too, with the Stahlhelm, which is what, again, they people talk about how great the World War II army, and this is coming directly from Dan Carlin, how great the World War II army of the Germans was, and it, it was a good army. He said, I wouldn't, he said, that was an attempt, and, and not a not completely successful one, to recreate what they had in World War I, the greatest army in the world, and possibly one of the greatest armies in history. Mm. So, so many men. I mean, Alexander the Great's army was... No, we'll do, we'll do the Roman army. The Roman army was 750,000 men strong for the whole empire. The flanking maneuver that went through Belgium to get to France was 1.5 million men. He said it took 23 hours for the column to pass. The beginning of the column started, and 23 hours later, they were still marching. So, And that doesn't mean that the people at the end of the, at the beginning line were marching. They had camped. And they were talking about all the shit that the army needed. He said they were eating um, every month one core. One core of the German army was eating 1.6 million chickens. They were eating 600,000 loaves of bread. They, you know, it's the sheer logistics. It's a logistical fucking nightmare. You know, and the Germans did it and should have won. So you know, I agree. They should have won. No, no, no. I'm not. Be, we'd be but there were no Nazis. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Actually, there were no Nazis in World War One. But I'm saying that. A lot of people say that had the Germans won World War I and established themselves and, and everybody got back in their pecking order and all that stuff and Austria-Hungary collapses and Turkey collapses all that shit, that we would have been better off because then we're, there would have been no World War II. There would have been no Holocaust. There would have been none of that shit. So, mm. you know, there would have been no need to drop nuclear bombs because Japan wouldn't have tried to take over the world. Once Hitler opened up that fucking that can – they were just like You can do that Yeah And yeah. Mussolini was like Sure Yeah we'll establish A new Roman Empire yeah. Hirohito was like Yeah we'll establish The Japanese Empire And all this stuff All the Jagoffs Run in packs That's why Trump likes Kim Jong-un and all them Because they all think Like those guys did Only you know Dumb So <laughs> Yeah There's no evidence That Kim Jong-un is Smart by any Exactly I mean they're, They are actually a, a Pretty Terrifying combination Of Uh Hitler, uh, Hirohito. Well, I'm talking about respectively. Trump is a terrifying combination of Adolf Hitler and Kaiser Wilhelm. Kaiser Wilhelm was an idiot. He was he was running Germany in World War One. He he said famously, "I am my own chancellor." He was a dumb shit, and everybody knew he's a dumb shit. By the time the the uh, the war was over, the Germany the German generals had gotten tired of his shit and basically told him to go take his toys and get in his fucking toy box <laughs> and and quit fucking around. And they did that. That's a bad thing because that would 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 have happened with Trump eventually. The Joint Chiefs would have come in and said, "You got us into this shit. Now you go stand in a fucking corner. We're going to take care of it." You know what I mean? So, um, and then Kim Jong Un is like Hirohito except dumb. He's a combination of himself and Hirohito. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I so love that everything I've I've gotten into this week. Oh, reading and gotten into almost a quarter done with uh, Dragons of Spring Dawning. Uh, we're going to try to do it this week, but I'm getting my shot on Tuesday. Okay. So on Wednesday, I might be in bed. 
the uh, second yes. dose of the vaccine. Apparently, it's bad. So it just depends. If you have a really good immune system, which you seems like you probably do, yeah, it might uh, it might knock you down. But it didn't knock my mom down for more than a few hours. That second shot, yeah. yeah. Uh, my immune system has always been on point, so yeah, I think it's going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you've got a good immune system, that's what. But I But I'm get. wondering if, and again, everybody always me 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 whatever. Uh, more than more than you guys tell me, I, I don't. They don't. They think I didn't have COVID. I had all the symptoms, but I, what I'm saying is, is that I'm wondering if I have any lingering antibodies, and if that will affect, you know, make maybe make it not as bad. Yeah, so, I remember you saying you felt shitty last week, and like Tuesday and Wednesday, I didn't. It was feel bad. Great. Yeah. It was. <laughs> I didn't feel yeah, great. I didn't at feel all. great. Were you worried? Yeah, in a little bit. I wouldn't have put any of us through that. I mean, I just it just came on me like I was I was sitting here, and that's why I was so short with everybody and all that stuff because I just felt really awful. Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, I didn't feel good, but um, Thursday I was fine. Yeah, I feel fine. Today. I slept. I literally on my days off slept an entire day, and then the next day another entire day. Hell yeah, dude! And then you know, but the, the second day was depression sleeping because I felt much better, but. I was sitting in a shitty house and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, I don't want to do anything except play prey. So that's what I did. Oh, you know what you ought to do? Just get you some starter discs and go up to the adventure. I should do something. I need, I need, it takes, well, a, uh, takes a half gardening. hour. I need to get back into my gardening because yeah. I was really doing doing that a lot. But yeah, get your hands in the soil. I have some uh, raspberries I got to plant. But um, and then prey. That's my last favorite thing. That, that game is. But prey man, is it P R E Y? Yes, yeah, it's really cool. on a, on a play on a, it's on a space station. Yeah, uh, I think I've seen a little. It's bit of it fucking before. amazing, but it's also they don't give you nearly enough fucking ammunition, and they're powerful monsters everywhere. So I have to run, you know. But my guy, I've got him to. Uh, he's been able to sprint ridiculously fast, and he's able to jump like on top of buildings and stuff. So it's really here's good. a ten hour playthrough. <laughs> You guys want to watch that? <laughs> yeah, but they probably just did only the main storyline. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You, if you do all the other storylines, it's it's weeks. So, yeah, you know. But that's mm. that's all mine. Full gameplay, no commentary. So it's just a guy playing the game. I love those. I'll put them on. Watch sometimes asleep. Yeah, I'll do it too. Mm, pray. I'm trying to find like a nice little short. Just do a pray. Uh, Trailer, yeah, I mean, it's from four years ago. Yeah, it yeah, it's, a, it's an older game. I like how older games now are four or five years old. This is Morgan. The year is twenty thirty four. I love that. I apartment. keep having this dream. It is a dope, dope apartment. The graphics are absolutely stacked. Just staring into the black between the stars. There's something there. I know there is. I can't see it, but it sees me. It sees everything. You know what I'm talking about. Or you will soon. This is Morgan. The year is 2035. Please listen. This isn't a dream. It's a nightmare. There's no room for uncertainty. There's no room wild. for doubt. Yeah. And know this. There's more at stake than just Talos 1. If what happened here, if even one breaks containment, we're all lost. To make this right, 
someone has to die. Yeah, it's cool. Dude. It's a good trailer. Yeah. Because it doesn't give you too much. It gives you, and and that's accurate. All the stuff you're seeing is in-game. Most of it. Some of it's when he's got the gun and he's looking at it like that. You don't really do that a lot. But the monster walking away with all the shocking, all the stuff, that's called a Titan. And they're, you can hear him talking. That's the worst part. It's human gibberish and just like a grumbling sound. And you know, they're and their feet fall. Boom, boom, boom. Mm. And it's like that motherfucker's around here somewhere. <laughs> so I don't, I'm not afraid of him anymore because I've got a super, the most powerful souped up shotgun. I just bang, shoot him twice and they're fucking done. But like I said, you only have so many fucking, uh, so many bullets. And then I haven't gotten any of the Typhon abilities, which are the alien abilities. I've done none of them because I was, that was like what I was going to do. I was like, I'm going to see if I can go through this with only getting human abilities. Okay. So you can do it with all Typhon abilities. Uh, you know, like psychic shocks, transforming into shit, all that stuff. But then the, like there's turrets and like these operator things that float around, they'll start attacking you because you're an alien. Oh. So, I need a fucking. I need to get it. I've get got it. it. You can borrow it. I've I downloaded it uh, one time when you first started playing it. I downloaded it after that. Yeah, and I started it and never really. It, it didn't click with me. Right. But I I need to give it more than thirty. You, minutes. you really need to get because it takes a while to get into it too. Like the the beginning, the opening sequence you know is like 15 or 20 minutes yeah so you get on a, you get on a helicopter and you're and you're flying around san francisco and it says uh bethesda brings you it's like on the building it said pray like right in front of him and it's like 80s music kind of because it's an alternate history where jfk wasn't assassinated mm. oh, no and, shit. Where, and where the and where uh the soviets and the united states had gone to space together and done this stuff and then they discovered the typhon which is this thing this alien life form that nobody understands and they're trying to use it and the neuromods are like those things you saw where he's going in his eye. There's spikes in them. You stick them in your eye, and they give you abilities and shit. Hmm. Yeah, I would love this game. Yeah, it sounds you, like something I would fucking love. It's like a much more – I love Bioshock, man, but it's better than Bioshock. I have to admit, and oh, I love it. Bioshock's one of those games that I'll put on somebody doing a playthrough. That's the game that I do. But I'm saying that this and game, a lot of the so people say comforting. who love Bioshock say this is like Bioshock 4 mm. because it's so similar. The first thing you pick up is a wrench. <laughs> so it's like, hey, you guys stole that. And then the rest are like, we don't give a fuck. It's well, great, so. <laughs> all the RPG elements in it kind of stressed me out. Well, you do have to pick. Yeah. If you have a question, I can walk you through it. Like, don't get this ability. You okay. don't need it. Get that ability. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I, I might I might get into that. Right. That it? Yeah. Aaron. <clears throat> well, my first favorite thing is... Um, they are making adapting Resident Evil Four for uh, Oculus Quest Two. What? Mm, yeah. No fucking way! I'd play that. <laughs> and uh, you don't. It'd be fucking terrifying. It's like. Do you want plug in? No, there's not a whole. It's a people talking over the video. There's not a whole lot of gameplay that they show. They show little snippets. Sniglets. Um, that was a Rich Hall thing. It was like little things he would say. <clears throat> so the 21st they're gonna when is the 21st wednesday yeah i, I that, they're gonna no release some play that game it would play. freak me the fuck out 
Especially one part where you're in this cabin and all these people start coming through the windows and shit and coming up the stairs and they've got like torches. Could you imagine though? Like, no, I can turn this off. (laughs) Are you playing your Oculus as much? Not as much, right? But I I do pick it up and fuck around with it. I'm so glad somebody. Yeah, I I fucking love the little thing, man. Got got that. And what it makes me excited because it's coming around to the point that I always wanted VR to be. Right. Playing fucking Resident Evil, you know that's. Interjection, did you guys check your uh, your cryptocurrency? Mm-hmm. It's not, it wasn't doing well earlier. Well, I mean, after doing so well for a few days, that's expected. I yeah. Think. Well, I bought some Dogecoin. Fuck yeah. yeah. What'd you buy? $70 for? through uh, crypto.com, and I made $50 in a single day, and now I'm back down to like only getting 20 Well, I need to, well, there's, it's a, it's a spread thing. So like you buy Dogecoin today, yep. expect it, you know, if it's going to be something, it's going to be eight years from now. Well, the thing about it is, is that I'm down to $237 with $194 invested. I was up to like $300. Yeah. So, uh, Komodo is actually taking a shit. I've lost... Almost forty dollars with it. Well, I'm going to invest in Dogecoin just for the fact that fucking uh, Dogecoin's up though. Yeah, what's his I name? made twenty dollars. E- Elon keeps pushing it. I've got two hundred and thirty Dogecoins. Yeah, I'm going to buy some. Yeah, I'm probably going to do that too. I just signed up for Coinbase. I just need to get my bank account hooked up too. I don't know if I like this app because it it's kind of hard to get your money back off of it. Really? Yeah. Like I just want to sell it and give me my money. Not mm-hmm. I don't have to go through a process. Well, yeah. there is a process because you're going to have to pay taxes on what you get. Sure. So they have. Um, They've taxed me already. Um, you'll get like for a, buying it some sort of a form in the mail or something at the end of the year for what you've taken out of it. But mm-hmm. if you don't take any out of it, you won't get anything. I'm just sort of using it all as a savings account for right That's now. That's what I've been doing too because I have lost no money on it, and you know, and I got a big whack of money this week. Like it was I, a bunch of things lined up, had an overtime check, and then my stimulus check showed up. I'm still like. Got a bunch saved and a bunch in my bank account. I'm just so much more better better with money than I was. Yeah. <laughs> no t-shirts, which drives me fucking nuts. But. Well, you can get back to buying t-shirts uh, sooner or later. I mean, I need to get me. Some how t-shirts. many t-shirts do we need? I've got like 15, I've got so many. fifteen t-shirts, all with something snarky on it, and I've got a hundred t-shirts probably. PFR t-shirts. I need to get some more. I don't have a whole lot. I'm starting to just rewear. All right. Stuff over. God, over, God over. bless wearing a shirt twice. I know, right? I mean, good lord. <laughs> I wear I wear a shirt one time and then I throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even take it and give it to Goodwill. You got I the pluggy any somewhere? Throw it away. It's right here. There we go. And then uh, this thing, this video is has, what I think it is. Yeah, has made my week. It's oh God. Is it something I'm gonna? No, it's uh, not gross. You're it's, going to love it. It's <laughs> fucking fantastic. <laughs> and right. I've watched it. Numerous times. You're going to love it. <clears throat> this kid walks into Hulk Hogan's store in, uh, I'm guessing, Florida. Of course it's Florida. <laughs> the most Florida. Well, let me tell no, you. let me tell you something, brother. When you walk in this beach shop, I'm surprised that you still got the shirt on, Jack. Well, let me tell you something. Oh, sir, the first time I met you, I was only three years old, but now I'm six years old. So now we got to take it to a great level, man. He's awesome. He's trying to open your head and slam them right through the table in front of 93,000 Hulkamaniacs. So what are they going to do when the power of the Hulkster and the Roaster and the dual 24-inch <laughs> pythons run wild on you? Oh, 
my God. Yeah. Shit fucking rules, dude. <laughs> Kid that fucking rules. viral sensation. Oh, my God, do, man. Do you get money off of being going viral? Uh, you can get opportunities after you go viral, mm-hmm. like Bad Baby or... Um, yeah, she's so awesome. She rules, dude. She's, yeah, she uh, turned 18 and got herself an OnlyFans. I know. Hell I mean, yeah, dude. I just don't like her. I think she's great. She's an American success story. She is a success story. There's no doubt about that. And she's uh, now she's bringing to light the abuses of the places that uh, um, Dr. Phil sends. Sure, yeah, kids. exactly. I mean, yeah. I'm good about I'm I'm people can be redeemed. Like, it, it doesn't matter what I think, but. I think anybody can be redeemed, you know, especially the way I think about them. I used to hate Motley Crue really bad. I still hate their music, but as people, I love them. I'm like, like a fun, you guys are awesome. Fun you know, group of dudes. I hate your music, <laughs> but I, I like one song, Paul Stanley from Kiss. Gene Simmons is still a cunt. I hate him, but Paul Stanley's awesome. Like yeah. I read his book. I'm like, you're a fucking great guy. You know, <laughs> I hate your music, but you're a great guy. <laughs> I like a few of the songs. Well, they're usually Peter Chris songs. I like, I like Detroit Rock City was a fun song. Mm, not a big fan of that. Um, I love it. Loud's a great song. Rock and roll all night and part of every day is pretty good. Um, Black Diamond, which hey. the, I didn't know that was a that was a Kiss song until you pointed it out to me. But uh, the replacements covered on mm. one of their albums. Beth and Hard Luck Woman are both yeah. tremendous songs. Beth, what can I do? Remember Garth's cover of Hard Luck Woman? It was good. Yeah, it was a fucking Kiss song. I mean, it's yeah. You know, I don't really know a whole lot of Kiss songs. Uh, my favorite much. song, "Lick It Up," about Kiss. Yeah, I know, "Lick It Up" is bigger than Kiss by Teenage Bottle Rocket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at I the end of punching Peter Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, any other favorite things, Aaron? Uh, disc golf. Yeah, yeah I mean, finally of course, it's going to be it's going to be a favorite thing every week for until I'm done with it. My shoulders really sore from yesterday. Uh, JMO kind of showed me how he grips it. Mm-hmm. And, you started uh, throwing better after that. Yes, too. I did. I started throwing much further than I have been. Not very accurate, but uh, I don't know. I'm a bogey player. I'm I'm happy with that. Um, you shot really well at uh, uh, Adventures. Mm, the first round, I did. The first round. Uh, watching, watching those putts was a lot of fun. Yeah, I made like three uh between 30 and 45 foot putts yeah that i actually meant to go in it wasn't an accident (laughs) it's really awesome i've accidentally got some before but this uh i don't know what i think i just stopped thinking about it too much and just nailed a few of them that's the thing man you just gotta chill out i think i could be pretty good at it if i yeah definitely could once you uh get the form right and everything i bet you could huck it 500 feet none of us can do that yet we don't have the form right I just no. flick it. It's either long, lanky <laughs> dudes or short power dudes yeah. that can really throw it far. There's like an in the middle that can like there's the, the Paul Macbeth. He can throw it like 450, 500 feet. Yeah. But some of these dudes can throw it 700 feet. Yeah. There's never That's get a insane. chance to because there's not a, not very many holes that long. But uh, what, we went to Twin Oaks up at Daniel's Vineyard yesterday. Yeah. So this is sort of a shared favorite thing. So it's I'm fucking gorgeous. In. That fucking place rules. Yeah. And like it's challenging, but it's not so challenging that it makes you want to quit. Right. Like you pretty much got have wide open off of the tee. And then sometimes the baskets are guarded by trees and stuff. But you can most of the time you got a pretty decent huck. Yeah. You just you can you just got really, really let it. go of it. Yeah. Um, 
and you you were discouraged in our first round. You were yeah. you were like, I'm, I just don't think I'm getting any better. And you were 12 over yeah. after the first round. Then we did another round, same tees, same holes, and everything. And then you were only six over. So yeah, it's just a did you not playing. improve? Yeah, I'm I know. You nobody feels like they're doing any good, and, and then then you find out. Oh, I did. I cut my score in half. Yeah, the second one. It was well, shit. I can't even remember what my first round was, and then it was probably plus ten or eleven. Then the next one, you you beat me in the, your second it was round, plus six. I yeah, I think it was plus six. I was plus seven. Just a couple so, yeah. lucky shots in there. There are no such thing as lucky shots. You were trying to make it, and it went in. You know what I mean? Like there was this one time, uh, Cowboy Cerrone was fighting some somebody. I believe it was um, the guy that does the spin kicks. I can't remember his fucking name right now. But he was coming in on Cerrone, and Cerrone just laid a jab out there, and his face ran into it. And in the post-fight interview, he said it was a lucky shot. And me and Shelton were like, well, what he wanted to do was punch him in the face. And what happened was he punched him in the face. Now, what happens after that might be luck, but he achieved the goal of punching the man in the face and knocking him out. So was it lucky? I don't know. This is like any shot that you take on – on on the disc golf course, mm. yeah, you're trying to get it where where it goes, and sure it's lucky maybe, but whatever. Yeah, it was not luck; it was pure skill. Then uh, I agree with that statement. After Twin Oaks, we went to uh, Adventures because that's our home course; it's the closest one to us, other than the really really hard one at Beckwith. Yeah, mm. and played a couple rounds, and uh, I did really. I was one over on the first round, and I was feeling good, like we should play again. So we played again. Then I think I was seven over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should have ended on that first one. Yeah. But by, by the third hole on our last playthrough, You're I tired. was fucking tired. I was ready to. It's like me before that last round. Yeah. I was like, I did not want to do that round. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I think that's the round I did pretty well at. Yeah, I think you did pretty good on that one. I think yeah. you got a birdie or two. Mm-hmm. I birdied hole nine yesterday, which Hell yeah. I don't think any of us have birdied. I haven't birdied very many holes at all. But J-Man I, was saying he hasn't birdied it. Yeah, he's played it. He's been playing for 26 years, 27 years. 27 years. Yeah, and uh, I birdied it. But Aaron on the scorecard counted as three instead of two. And now we can't change it. And we can't change it. (laughs) Because the scorecard is kind of – it keeps your average and everything for you. Yeah, I fucked that up. So what I wanted to do is – They need to have a feature where you can – Enter another scorecard with the exact same ones except for on three. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. I'm probably going to go play later. I don't know if I will. I've got a bunch of shit. We're going camping this week. You guys love uh, camping. We got shit to do. So camping rules. I would yeah. like to go camping. Nah, it's, it's just the fact of like we're, we're camping. There's no we. There's no cell phone service or anything. That's awesome. And we just now I will download. Like we, we're going to find a book on tape, and then we're going to just listen to that all. all I week. love how we still refer to them as book on tape instead <laughs> yeah. of audio books. <laughs> yeah, we're going to find us a book on tape. I still call it. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to tape this on my DVR. I still yeah. call it taping. Right. Yeah, tape it. Well, it's like I was thinking the other day of things being on. You know, that's going to go away. It's going to be a, a fuddy-duddy thing. It's on? Like... Yeah. Yeah. Always yeah. on. Everything's always on all the time. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking. Um, yeah, there's courses up there that you guys are going to play. Uh, is she, I'm going to play for sure, but I told her, if, I mean, she can walk with me because she hurt herself the other day. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I forget which hole we were on, but she had like Three. a 25, 30-foot putt. A big putt. We just watched her. Everybody just watched her release it and then go in. We were like, fuck, yeah, dude. Good putt. That was awesome. And then we turn around and she's laying on the ground. 
She fell. She slipped and hit her elbow on a root. She hit her elbow stump. Yeah, on a stump. Damn. Yeah, it's fucking swollen and bruised up and shit. Fucking sucks. But she nailed that putt, and that's all anybody cared about. (laughs) Nobody saw her fall or anything. It's like (laughs) when you threw that. When you slipped up there and those guys laughed, you were so yeah. pissed off. Yeah. I don't even know that they laughed. I just put it in my head that they laughed. Yeah. So I, they might have. And they had every reason to. A big I mean, they were was, they were kind of jagoffs. I mean, I, they, they gave me that vibe, you know. But yeah, yeah people saw. Nobody uh, nobody even noticed that she fell. I, we if, I were, if I were to see a, a, a big guy stumble and fall over a hill playing disc golf, I would have probably giggled too. Sure. Yeah, I mean. As long as I don't get hurt. You know. I wouldn't have pointed in the left because that's not my personality, but I would have giggled. All right. And then I would ask if they were okay. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I would I would laugh while I ask if they're okay. I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's perfectly acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Disc golf is a, still a favorite thing. Yeah, that course up at uh, Daniel's Vineyard is awesome. Yeah, Elaine is going to love it. There's this one hole with each hole has three tees, long, medium, and some. Most of the time, the mediums at a completely different angle. Yeah, it's short. a different. It's a different hole. It's a completely different yeah. hole, and um, you can play all three of them and do twenty-seven holes, or you can just play one. We've only played the the short tees so far, and there's, there's no real advantage in playing the second, the medium tees because they don't give you any extra strokes. Yeah, it's still three. And mm-hmm. it would make the scores look bad, and we'd all feel bad about ourselves because we're not that good yet. <laughs> and on the the long tees, there's only a few par fours, but like there's this one hole where it's 700 feet for the long tees, yeah. 500 and some for the sh- the medium, and like 300 and some, maybe but, two 200 and some for the shorts. Yeah, it's like 290 something, but it's it's wide open, and you can just huck huck huck. So we threw a bunch of bunch of discs off uh, the medium tee just to see how far we could throw. But we watched those dudes this one time that really fucking hooked. I didn't see him. I wasn't there for yeah, that. Yeah, you weren't there for that. But that's where he taught me the grip, and I uh, I threw much better. Uh, we stopped by Computer Wiz yesterday. Which oh, yeah. I saw that. Uh, yeah. I forgot to say about that Dreamcast. Yeah, 70 Always, bucks, man. I can sell that for like 500 on fucking eBay. And he just, I mean, and everything he... Cleans them, make sure they run, and then he he cellophanes them for you. And awesome. I mean, it's awesome. I Where love that it? little place, Beckley. Yeah, it's in Beckley. Well, God, it's I hate what is that called? Is it Crab Orchard or Daniel's? Uh, I don't know. It's not too far, but it's it's cool. five minutes from or like five or ten minutes from the uh, the first toll booth. Yeah, but uh, this is a, a picture from uh, well. Shit. I don't guess I... Well, it's not really a good picture, but Daniel Vineyards, it's it's fucking gorgeous. Oh, yeah, it is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, they make their own wine there. There's, uh, of course, the vineyards. That's why it's called that. Yeah. But there's like a restaurant that you can get flights of wine and all this shit. And there's a, then there's a bunch of hippies smoking dope, throwing discs around the place. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'd really like to be able to drink again, but... We're we're going out to uh, Daniel's Daniel's Vineyards, and uh, we were just on the road. And I was like, "Hey, look, those are vineyards!" And I just drive past it. <laughs> and Dutch is like, "We were supposed to turn there." Sorry. Well, I wasn't even paying attention. I was like, "Oh, there's the sign." We were we were right. We were just too late to be able to slow down and turn into it. Just three seconds. Hey, too they late. grow grapes there. Oh man, um, but that place is gorgeous. And I love it. Um. Well kept. The baskets are good. Deep cages, so they won't rim out. Mm. I love that place. Yeah, I like it a lot. 
I don't miss go again today, but I don't have 75 cents to go through the tolls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've, uh, we've been watching, uh, Shit's Creek and it's got her wanting to watch, uh, the, what's his name? Uh, a mighty wind. Oh yeah. Uh, she's never watched all those, those movies. Now, no, I remember her saying that she's never watched them. She's never watched. You're going to have to start with the first one. Well, we went to, uh, tap. well, yeah. Well, we uh, signed into our own Amazon account, finally. I mean, we have Amazon Prime. We just always on your account. You, but we signed into ours, and we're going to buy them all. And we're going to make that a thing. I'm excited. I have at least I've got two of them. I've got them on DVD. I've got them on my Amazon account. Do I've, you? Yes. I've got, I've got uh, This is Spinal Tap, A Mighty Wind. I don't know if I have Best in Show. Waiting for Guffman. I love I don't Waiting, waiting for, for Guffman. Guffman. That's I one Waiting for Guffman on DVD. Do you now? Mm-hmm. They, yeah, we watched it here, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And a mighty wind. I at least have those two. But uh, yeah, we're gonna get into those. That's exciting. Which Shit's Creek, dude, is so fucking good. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Catherine O'Hare. Yeah, I've always loved her, dude. There's just some her character that she made for that show is ridiculous and it's fucking hilarious. There's a scene where they're that. at a, a funeral and she breaks out in uh, uh, old Danny boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious. She's so great in um Oh shit, one of her best roles is Mighty Wind. Yeah. Um uh, Mitch and Mickey. <laughs> um They used to show those movies all the time on comedy. But she's good in best in show though too, that when she played uh Cookie. Danny Boy <laughs> The Pipes the Pipes <laughs> She's doing the Marilyn Monroe singing Happy Birthday. Oh, God. <laughs> Very cringy. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't want them to say. <laughs> so she just sits down. <laughs> and then there's her doing the. Fucking cake. God, I want a piece of cake. <laughs> How did he not crack? The pipes, the pipes are. <laughs> I'm talking about their fucking professionals. Yeah. <laughs> it's so awkward, all of it. Oh, God, this show rules. But I think that's it. That's that's all of my favorite things. Um, mine would be disc golf. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Let's talk about that. Um, we could talk about that forever. <laughs> um, okay. I don't know what happened. I was just able to putt good. Dude, those are awesome. Well, I'm also getting better at the regular ones too, like with, within 15 feet or so. Yeah, and that's what I wanted is just to be automatic from 20 feet in. And that way, because I can usually get pretty close if there's not a fucking tree in the way. Yeah, that's the, that's Ran the thing about fucking ad- trees yesterday. That's the thing about adventures on the gorge. That little course, everybody thinks that's oh, just a little course, a little fun outing. But every fucking tee, there's a tree in the way, right? To, to uh, keep you from getting to where you want to go. And I seem to find those. And you'll throw it like this perfect looking shot. Yeah. And then it'll it smack a tree. Felt so good coming out of my hand, and it doesn't curve quick enough, and it hits a fucking tree and goes over into the fucking woods. Then I'm over there battling snakes and ticks and rats and grasshoppers. Grasshoppers. Did you ever find your buzz? Katie did. Yes, I did. Yeah. You want to know where it was? Where? In his fucking bag. Yep. You had to take them all out and then. 
No, Elena, she was just going through it one day and it was buried. Like- oh, I, I bet you that was the best <laughs> fucking reaction ever. Um, here's the buzz. Yeah, I made a, I made a deal out of that. <laughs> well, it's no, it's important to you. But, uh, yeah, but there's this uh, divider that's inside of the bag and it was buried under the divider. Yeah, so it was in the bag the whole time. Oh, um, the show called Made for Love on uh, HBO Max. Made for Love. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting about this show. Eccentric uh, tech billionaire. His last name is Gogol, which is kind of fun. They're, they live in this pod that can take them anywhere virtually. Mm-hmm. And um, he meets this girl, uh, Kristen Milioti, like at like a college seminar conference thing that he's speaking at. And takes her to his pod and like he's like where do you want to go she's like paris okay and then snaps his fingers and they're in paris all of a sudden virtually and Hmm. all this stuff and then he just asked her to marry him on the first night they met and she does and they get married immediately and it cuts to 10 years later and they're still in the hub but his end goal is to make a chip to put in um a couple's heads so they can see i've heard about this it's like a long funny black mirror episode right Except for it's a it's a full series. The the guy that was in it the is uh he was on uh, the big short. He played one of those douchebag real estate guys. Yes, blonde dude, real handsome. Yeah, real jacked and handsome. Mm-hmm. And um the the goal is to to give everybody couples a chip so they can tell what their uh, significant others are feeling, yeah, thinking. That's, all that's stuff. terrible fucking that's idea. That's terrifying. That's a horrible idea. Yeah, but uh, he puts it in her head without her knowing it. Like they knock her out, like she she has her drink in the afternoon, and they've never left the hub in the ten years that they've been together. That's the thing; they have never left. They've always been on that property, in that hub. all the, all the sunshine she gets is fake. Uh, can't be healthy. No, it's not good. But um, hmm. he knocks her out, and they put the chip in her head, and she escapes and goes back home to Ray Romano. And the way Ray Romano is introduced in this is hilarious. I need to watch a show. Um, Dan Backendall is in it. You would know him if you saw him. He was goofy in, looking guy. I love legit. that guy. Yeah, he was in legit effects with uh, Jim Jeffries. A uh, bunch of people that you recognize are in it. It's really funny, and it, it is like a funny black ep- Black Mirror episode. Mm. There's not a lot of humor ah. in Black Mirror. I don't know if you, <laughs> but it's really good. I, I don't want to spoil really too much. I never got around to really it. watching any of that. Black Mirror. Yeah. Good God, dude. I know. It's really good, yeah. but it also might freak you out. So you might not. There's a lot. It, it's freaky. <laughs> well, a lot of the things Shit. are coming true. I saw the one where uh, they got him to fuck a pig. I remember yeah, that. that yeah, yeah. yeah, that was was That's that the very first, first episode? episode? Yeah. Yeah, that was on the BBC TV so before nuts. Netflix got it. Yeah, and Netflix said no. We want to make shitloads of this, dude. I loved the uh, the Star Trek episode this- with Fat Damon and yeah. the girl from. Uh, Made for Love is in that. She's the uh, there's a Black Mirror Star Trek episode. It's this guy that's obsessed with Star Trek, and uh, well, the show that in that well, universe yeah. is like Star Trek. Oh, yeah, and he makes himself a holodeck. Yeah, he makes he's yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, and he gets people. He he steals their DNA. Yes, and, and he creates, creates them, new versions of them in in the holodeck in the holodeck. Yeah. To serve him or to be his lover or whatever, yeah, right. it's fucking wild. He's just like a programmer, and he did all the did all this in his uh in his own house. Yeah, it's fucking cool shit. But they're still like 
since he took their DNA, it is like a copy of a virtual copy of them inside, mm-hmm. and they have feelings and they know things and all this stuff. It's really good, like Westworld. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, it's a good show. I, I, I need to watch that one. I only watch one episode of Raised by Wolves. I, I kick myself. You would love Raised by Wolves. I got this thing to be able to watch all these things, and then I just there's one boss at work who. I don't know. He might not approve. Of, there's one boss who doesn't give a shit. He's like, I don't watch whatever you want. He's like, you do a good job. You, you pay attention to your furnace, so I don't care what you do. So, but there's another boss who's he's really intense and he's always on my back and shit. So hmm. hit him. Yeah, you should punch him in the face. Yeah, that'll go over well. God damn, damn it! Both guys are easy really putts. <laughs> I'm usually usually putt with my right hand. Mm. So, um, other favorite things. Uh, that computer with store was dope. Yeah, dude. It's dude. I'm telling you, you'd love it. Just a giant wall of NES cartridges. Yeah, I really Annie. That's one thing. I, I'm she's really become a college student now, so we really don't have the game thing anymore, and that kind of makes me sad. But I thought about sunrise, sunset, buying her and the cats in the cradle. <laughs> what happens? I mean, she's she's with her cousin. She had a great time at college and stuff like that. So you know, it makes all of us sad. You know, we're. But we're not those parents who all of a sudden we're not good enough. That's right. Suddenly you aren't good enough because they've got an exciting <laughs> life. Yeah, things you're are awesome. her, You're her parents and her grandparents. Do you remember being 22? Exactly. So or 18 or whatever it is. Me or mom, none of us take any offense to it. So, Dude, there's like uh, lining the top wall of this. Most of this store are unopened uh, games. Like... You, some of Super Nintendo worth a fucking games, fortune. Man. Just unopened Super Nintendo games. The, the Atari 2600. Ah, dude, it's fucking awesome. I love it. He has the old Atari that has like the dial. I remember that one. It goes back and forth. Yeah. It's like $175 for that thing. Like Pong. When it first came out, it was yeah. $70, I think, probably. You know? Yeah. And that people are like, Jesus Christ, that's expensive. Right. But now they're selling it for like $150 because people want it. Yeah. Because it's so it. old. But I, Nintendo, Super Nintendos, Nintendo 64s, Saturn. Sega Saturn. Yep. They had a Saturn? Yeah. yeah. And they're just lining that wall. And you can, I mean, it, it, pretty good prices, too. I would be terrified for me to go in there because I'd spend a fucking fortune. It just, we just went in and walked around. It's it's one of those stores that I like to pop in every once in a while. Right. If I get an itch, I might buy something. But, I, uh, I wanted to buy that Dreamcast just because, dude. I I do want an old. I I, I have a sixty four. I have that green sixty four. I want to get it up and running, refurbished. And, yeah. Well, it doesn't need refurbished. It just I don't have all the cords and shit. Uh, I've lost all of them. And plus, they're different now. My controller sucks. I, but he, you can buy uh, controllers made for the sixty four, like off brands. Mm-hmm. He's got. Super Nintendo, Nintendo. I mean, every controller you can think of. It's a fucking awesome little store. All right. And I'm happy because he does do a pretty good job. I mean, he repairs computers and stuff, too. Gotcha. So, but good Lord, they had the, every game that I ever played, like Bases Loaded, Bases Loaded 2, Jordan versus Bird. Uh, when you went, went over to Super Nintendo, all those cartridges, they had Jordan versus Bird. They had... Uh, Bulls versus Blazers in the NBA. Ken Griffey finals. baseball. They had Ken Griffey. Yeah, they fuck had, yeah, dude. Um, I played that. I played a mostly lot. sports games, but they had Double Dragon, Double Dragon Two, um, all the Mario shit you can handle. <laughs> it was insane how much shit is in this. Yeah, it's just packed. It's fucking awesome. 
It's a warm feeling. Dude, I can remember buying Super Nintendo games. Sure. That was my system. I mean, I remember the Nintendo and stuff, but Super Nintendo was my system when I was growing up. Right. Just opening the box. They, they had a certain smell, a certain oh, feel. Yeah. You know? it's- I can remember like riding home with Dad, opening the box and reading the fucking book on the ride home. And Yeah. yeah so great. I love uh, nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Member berries. Yeah. Um trying to think of anything else that i might have enjoyed other than disc golf and computer whiz and that one show i don't remember when it was but the finale of the the q documentary came out and it it doesn't they don't really know exactly who q is but they they're they pretty, pretty sure it's that one guy it's the guy that ran 8chan yeah they're pretty sure it's him. Well, let me yeah, pop that thing. Get that dongle oh, off shit. of there. Got to get that dongle off. Um, that's about it as far as my favorite things go. You know, it was a pretty, pretty fun week. Let me see. You got any fa- uh, subreddits of the week, Aaron? Yeah, I got a, an odd one. An odd one? Yeah, it's just weird. Is it going to be people shitting in each other's mouths? No, it's not nothing like that. I couldn't find. I had one called off, off Season Thickness with these uh, Ooh. with these female bodybuilders when they're not all roided up. Mm. Like they're they look more feminine. Some yeah. of them are fucking amazing looking on the off season. Are they naked? On occasion. <laughs> Punch one up. Here. Find a song here for your. Oh, uh, I forgot one of the things. My favorite things this week was uh, I haven't done this in a long time, so I actually took a picture, and I think the arm muscle training is working. Yeah, yeah. dude, it's, and you're wearing a nice Superman shirt. I, I I work out all in those exclusively now because I, I don't I don't really wear them anymore, so yeah. they're just st- st- shirts I can tear up. So, oh shit, still one of my favorite Pearl Jam songs. Jordan Grace. She fucking rules. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Good Who's boy. that? Katie Fit. Instagram. R slash corn hub. Corn hub? Yeah. It's there's no nothing really sexual. I was hoping to find like people fucking corns. <laughs> but it's got like the the, the corn hub corn hub uh, logo up here. Uh, instead of followers, uh, shuckers. Uh, there's currently 14 people shucking right now. Hmm. But it's pictures of corn. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Corn is a beautiful plant. Uh, it's a Franken plant. Uh, the www.cornhub.com is right now priced at $485,000. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth that much, or that's what they want? That's for what it? they want for it. It's, it's just dark, people. dark side sitting on a piece of corn. There's a piece of corn through a dude's uh, windshield. <laughs> So I wish I, I wish I would have patented uh, "Make America Great Again," and he would have had to fucking pay me for it. I'd have raped him. <laughs> I'm interested in what this guy's doing. He's oh, making, he's making a, a banana, banana look like a corn look like a cob. Yeah. I like it. That's kind of cool. He's right? making a what? 
it's a banana and he's making it look like a corn. Oh, imagine taking that much time to do something that. that is like, how is this going to pay off? Have you seen the guy who does sculptures, like wooden sculptures? He did a sculpture of himself doing a sculpture. <laughs> and it's so ridiculously lifelike. I just got mad. I'm like, I can't believe somebody's good at this. Fuck this motherfucker. This good at this shit. Not really mad. Of course not. But I'm just saying that it's, some people are just so good at things. It, it has a surprising uh, amount, amount of, of corn. Of followers. <laughs> of it, this piece of corn. <laughs> Oh, there's some corn titties. Hell yeah. There's one thing I love. It's corn titties. Corn. I do want to try that stuff. What is that? Corn on a stick. Yeah, it's corn on a stick. They cover it. I think it's a Texas thing. Toppings and stuff. What do they put on it? It looks amazing. I don't know, but I do love some corn. Yeah, I, good shit. I can take it. I love. Here's how I eat corn: um, with mashed potatoes and gravy and everything. I just dump the corn right in the middle of the mashed potatoes and throw the gravy on top and mix it all up. You just make uh, shit mean, on a shingle, essentially. Yeah, that's how. Which I is delicious. I made that because where I'm trying to get in all the protein, I don't feel like cooking steak. I just buy ground beef and cut it up and put it noodles and shit in it. That way, I can just get it down, and not worry about choking and all that shit. So. Tacos, tacos, favorite thing. Made some tacos last night. Oh shit! Mm. I bought two pounds of beef. I myself had seven tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hungry. Yeah, well, fuck. We were. Oh, I, I do. Uh, one of my favorite things about disc golf days is it's candy day. It's the only day that I ate candy. <laughs> yeah, I ate some candy yesterday. So uh, I started off the morning with a couple of uh, chocolate chip cookie sandwiches with the cream in the middle. I'm not a big fan of those. I, I like. I, I didn't know if I liked what them. Just little that Debbie peanut ones? butter, little Debbie ones. They were pretty good. I don't like the PB and J ones. Do you, no, I do like them. Then uh, after I ran errands and stuff, me and Aaron were uh, meeting up, so I stopped at uh, the little general there in the Golly Bridge and got a pepperoni roll, solid pepperoni rolls, solid pepperoni rolls, and a Roger Snickers. And or no, it's uh, just ones they make there. Yeah. They Where the, they, at the little general in Golly? You'll go there in there every once in a while, and you'll smell bread. Yeah, they they're, okay, they're yeah. making pepperoni stuff. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. They put them in the same case where they put the corn dogs there a couple weeks. You sound like Morty. <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs> Scary tea. <laughs> um, delicious. And a Snickers with the pepperoni roll. Yeah, that's good stuff. Snickers. I'm a Milky Way guy. <laughs> Dutch yesterday was like, I don't understand people that get Milky Ways. Yeah, like, they're delicious. They're fine, but Milky they're missing, Way dark. They're missing the peanut. The peanuts. Yeah. I like peanuts. Right? I love the peanuts. Yeah, I love the peanuts, too. I got a fast break. I'm a double-decker double fundry round guy myself. I mean, I do See, like that's what I was almost got a double-decker fundry round instead of the cookie cake, but I wanted to Oh, and uh, there's Kit Kat drumsticks now. It's uh, it's ice cream with Kit Kat pieces on it Fuck in yeah. a cone. Mm. I'll sit and eat a box of them. Four come in a box. I'll sit and eat the whole Hell fucking yeah, box. Dude. I love those things like the... The pre-made cones yes. that you buy from the Walmart. I'm so hungry. I want that. Right now. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, then we stopped at Walmart so you could get food before we went to Adventures, and I got a uh, giant bag of peanut M and M's. Hell awesome. yeah, they are good. Yeah, I love peanut. M&Ms. I like Reese's Pieces better, but see, oh, I, not peanut butter M and M's. Peanut peanut M and M's. See, I see. I argued the uh, the the peanut butter M and M's are better than Reese's Pieces. I could go Shut either your way. Fucking mouth. I could go either they way. They're bigger. They're bigger. That's what I like about so? them. So the bigger Reese's pe- pieces are 
E.T. ate the motherfucker. You, More like feces pieces. <laughs> 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 What the fuck was that? You said like he looked like fucking uh, Val Kilmer on Top Gun. He goes like that. <laughs> there is so much homosexual, homosexual oh, yeah. uh, fucking energy yeah, in that movie. Top Gun 2 is just going to be them 69. <laughs> it's going to be awesome, dude. <laughs> of course it's going to be awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, candy day. Yeah, good. It's the only time I eat candy. I'm I, really not a, I can't do sugar candies anymore. Like I don't even look really like uh, Sour Patch Kids anymore. Really, it's just too fucking sweet, dude. I'll, it kills me. I tear up some gummies, dude. I love. Like, I can eat the gummy gummies worms, if they're not caked in gummy sugar. Bears, you know, it's just you know, Sour Patch Kids. Good. I like them across the board. Lifesavers, gummy lifesavers. No, just lifesavers. Oh, I mean, I like hard candy. Life I like savers. a regular ass lifesaver. But I like some gummy Regular ass lifesavers. Uh. Whole ass lifesaver. <laughs> as a whole ass white whole baby. Whole ass white baby. Um. Yeah, but like I think as far as candy goes, I don't know why I just didn't get a Reese cups. But Reese cups are still the gold standard as far I as I'm so. concerned, and all their assorted candy bars that they make. Hey, Reese's. Yeah. 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 Like there's like, the one that's crunchy. It's got like the Fifth Avenue filling, but it's also surrounded by peanuts and chocolate. That right. thing is a bang. Fast break. Yeah, I'm yeah. a big fan of fast break. I don't know if it's called a fast break. No, the fast break has the nougat and the. And the, a lot of the peanut butter. Yeah. Nougat. It's Those like are great too. That much peanut butter and that much nougat. Just give me the peanut butter, man. Like the, the Reese's peanut butter jar, it's not good. It's not. No. It's it's definitely fucking subpar. Yeah. I want the peanut butter that I don't, put in your candy. I don't know man. what it was, but last week at Grant's I got some peanut butter that was really good. It was just I think it might have just been their store brand. But it, I, every once in a while, man, that cheap peanut was, butter. I don't know if it's spot. organic or natural or whatever. or nothing. Jif yeah, I'm a nothing. Jif is, I'm a Jif fan, but I get the Jif natural. I got really hungry last shit, night because I didn't take food to work with me because I slept all day. So, and I woke up too late to really get anything together. So, and I wasn't hungry when I left. I'm like, I'll be fine. No, I was starving by the time I got home. So, I'm sitting there. It's like I was high. I was dipping peanut butter out of a jar and eating a piece of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ate a giant bowl of cream of wheat. <laughs> Which Amelia will now get in my empty bowls of cream of wheat and just sit there and lick. I'm like, you are the weirdest it's fucking adorable. thing there ever was. She's so weird. <laughs> uh, anybody got anything else they want to talk about? Nah. Nothing else? No, I think I'm good. All right. Go to the store. Uh, you can go to pillowfortradiopodcast.com and click a link and go buy the T-shirts. Still looking for a Muddy Niner design. Yeah, And maybe a, a PFR... DGC, yeah, hell yeah, Fort Radio Disc Golf Classic shirt. Um, eventually, I'm going. To, we're going to sponsor a tournament somehow if we could possibly come up with the money. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Hang a banner somewhere. Hang a banner and uh, follow. Have some people film it and then edit it down. Then we we do commentary <laughs> over it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should do: is uh, start commentating professional disc golf. Yeah. Or just local disc golf. Just shit. Or just local, yeah. They would not like it. It would be just like the, the wrestling thing. Some of the wrestlers like it and some of them do not. Fuck, <laughs> fuck them. Get mm-hmm. over yourself. That's it. Chuck, you got a song? Yeah, it's not a punk song this week, though. What is it? Adult contemporary? I guess you could describe it as that. Hmm. Is it Hall Lake Oates? Street Dive. Little Lake Street. Ready? I'm ready. Yeah, they got a new record. And it's fucking amazing. This sounds like uh, 
something from the eighties. Exactly. I mean, I love that they get they dip into those different genres. Who is this? Uh, Lake Street Dive. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening, you queers. Go fuck yourselves. Same old second chances. Give you time and time again. Same old insufficient answers. Maybe I should just pretend. Another vein.